Hey there, we finally hit the mark. Well, hello, governor. Episode 160. 160, yeah. We're finally out of the dreaded 150s. We've been talking about the 150s for so long. We've been just like mired down in these 150s. In the muck. The muck of the 150s. And here we are. I'm getting text messages from people. Oh, we're live. Mm-hmm. It's working. Hello. How you doing? Um, I'm pretty good. I was just reading a joke. Uh, Why are you reading a joke when we just started our podcast? Well, it's one that I told. This is from 2011, and it's a post that I put on Facebook. Okay. Um, I think it's fun. Okay. Um, and I, this is what I posted. I said, well, one joke that I can say did not go over well for me. In the vet's office, a man has a beautiful pit bull, two years old, and my dogs wanted to meet it. The man says, I, I'll stay over here away from you so you can walk by. He's a nice dog, but you never know. I said, oh, no, they'll be fine together, unless, of course, your name is Michael Vick. <laughs> Silence. Everyone stared at me for roughly 10 seconds, and I walked away. I said, most uncomfortable I've been in a long time. <laughs> that sounds about right. I think it's <laughs> yeah. a good joke for 2011. It was, right? <laughs> what year was it? It was 2011. Oh, wow. I just December, guessed that. Did you say October that? 20th, 2011 wow. was this post. That's funny. Facebook guided my work decisions today. Well, that's silly. You should never be guided by Facebook for any decisions. Listen, I got in today and um, I didn't know what field I was going to go to. The field I was working in started getting a little too wet mm-hmm. to put right in the bin that I was already working on. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't know. Maybe I should go start another field. But how was a field too wet right now? I don't know. This one's pretty. This one is interesting. Anyway, anyway, I'm I'm like, I don't know. Maybe I should start another one. But then it's like a daunting task to start a whole field that had to go into another bin with a regular auger on a tractor. Yeah, and I needed two people to drive auger carts, and so it was a whole thing. So I'm trying to figure out what to do, and then all of a sudden, Facebook pops up a time hop. Yeah, from eight years ago, of me working in this one field that I was considering going to. Yeah. I'm like, it must be. This is where I got to go. This is what I got to do now. Facebook guided me. And you left and did that? Yeah. And how did it work out? Um, Actually worked out quite well until I broke down. And that's why I'm here right now. Good. <laughs> Glad you broke down. We uh, burned up a fan motor on the bin. Got, okay. it, got it about a quarter full. Didn't really think about it. I'm like, I uh, probably should start the fans, you know, blow the trash out as you're filling it. Oh, yeah. And, um, yeah, it didn't work. Started a little late. Yeah. Well, actually, it's funny. My uh, Easy, you know Easy? I do. He's a ComEd man. Guy. Linesman, whatever you want to call it. He's not a linesman Underground. Anymore. I don't yeah, know what he he's like a He's like a big in-charge guy. Big wig. Anyway, he, we had a camp out down there in the campground earlier this year, and he said, hey, I, I just want you to know before you get to fall, you got something blown on the road. One of the fuses is hanging out on your three-face. Oh, like, probably the Bravo phase. I'm like, ah, oh. so I got it fixed, but I never investigated the source <laughs> like of what, what, what could cause that. that? Yeah. <laughs> Turns out it was this fan motor all along. Oh, makes sense. So anyway, broke down, couldn't get it started. Within two hours, I had it disassembled. I had gone to Blackstone. I picked up a new motor, got back, and got it fixed probably within two, three hours. Oh, tops. perfect. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. 
That seems pretty good to me. To take a fan motor somewhere and have it fixed? No, no, no. I got a new fan motor. Oh, a new one. I thought you said he fixed it. I was like, man, that guy's a miracle worker. <laughs> no, I put a new one on. I didn't want to. Fixing I, it would take way too long. Yeah, they'd rewind I'll it and everything. It fixed this winter and then have a backup. Good idea. So anyway, that's my harvest update. Harvest update, though. I mean, I guess I'm done with beans. Yeah, you're done, done with beans. Yeah, we had a record year on bean yield. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's wonderful. Record year is great. Corn, my corn's been a little disappointing. I've heard a lot of big numbers out there from people, but mine's been just... Uh, you can't believe them. Yeah. You can't believe those numbers. You, you think so? Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't tell you the truth. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't. I don't know. I've, I've heard some big numbers out there, but I just don't see... I'd be popping around in my 150 corn, and I'd be like, yeah, two, 249 right now. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> Averaging dry bushels. I think it'll probably end up about average. Which, yeah, what can you hope for, right? It's better than not average. It is, yeah. You know? true. Or less than. Could be, could end up being less than average. Doubtful. I don't know. We'll see. Okay. I got quite a bit more to go. You'll see. I won't. Uh, by the way, uh, what we're doing tonight, if anybody's listening yet, we got a variety of pickled quail eggs. <laughs> it just sounds funny saying it, but... It's true. It's uh, it's very true. From uh, this company called Seven Farms. Seven Farms. That's what I was going to name my first child, Seven. Really? No. That's oh, be a from, good name. It's a Seinfeld thing. Um, we got mild pickled quail eggs. We got Cajun. Uh-huh. And we got... The jalapeno. Jalapeno. Everything's got to have a jalapeno. Of course it does. I'm pretty excited about this. I'm a, a pickled eggs fan. And actually, we had... A, I'm an egg fan in general. Nick, I mentioned this to Nick, and he said, you guys should do a pickled food bracket. When you texted me that, I was like, genius. That's a great idea. This is a great idea. Oh, Kelly says, ew, no. Really? Why? It's just an egg. It's just a tiny quail egg. Like like single bite egg. Look at it. Look at all the... Oh, they look so fresh. There's there's garlic in here. There's peppers. There's jalapenos in this one. They're just little baby eggs, There's onions in them. Yeah. They're just little babies. Little baby eggs. This one's got carrots or something in it. <laughs> this one's full of carrots. So we're going to do that in a little bit. Um, Cajun. This one already sounds like my favorite. Can you do a Cajun accent? No. Uh, I was gonna. I was going to, but I'm pretty sure it would offend people. Why? Just for me. Can you offend Cajuns? Oh, I'm sure. You can offend anybody in 2022. I don't know if you can offend a Cajun. Like a real Cajun. A real Cajun. Probably not. We follow this guy on TikTok that cooks Cajun food and has a thick Cajun accent. Yeah, steel cracker. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. Slap this on a cracker, dude. Yeah. What does he say? Is that what he says? Yeah, he says, uh, stick yeah, it on put, a cracker, dude. Put that on a cracker, dude. Oh, he's great. And he says, oh, that's money, dude. That's money, dude. He's always making a jambalaya for like a big event. Oh, yeah. And he's got a big ass wood paddle with his big cauldron pot. It looks so hot. When he's um, doing that stuff, he's just it does, but it also it. It, it takes hours and hours to make like a really good jambalaya, and he's just standing there. Got to sure it's not be like jambalaya. Pretty sure we've had this conversation <laughs> before. Then that's frustrating. <laughs> um, I am sure uh, because I've heard him say it, and he says jambalaya. But he also says, "Put that on a cracker, dude." Well, yeah, because you you can you can put everything on a cracker. I love crackers. My biggest downfall to eating is that I put I use crackers or like a biscuit 
Oh my god! I never use crackers very often. Oh Ritz what, crackers, what's, man. What's your favorite cracker? Ritz. Ritz crackers. is your favorite cracker. Y- yes, of all crackers. I mean, it's not like I go around trying like every different type of cracker known to man. Let's uh, townhouse is great. Townhouse are good. Um, those chicken and a biscuit. Chicken crackers. and a biscuit. I was going to bring up. That's a good one. Yeah, you had them at your house tonight, actually. Oh, really? They were sitting on the counter. Yeah, they're, they're the best. I'm pretty sure they were. At, yeah. Because I just randomly old, go to your house. What about an old school saltine? They're fine for like a chili. You know, I'll eat them in a chili. I, I'd go for an oyster cracker even, and chili. Even in a soup, if you get a nice like uh, chicken and rice soup, I'll dip a little saltine in it. What are the... Uh, but rice? I literally will spoon food onto a cracker and eat it. Like I'm not crumbling it up. I'm I'm eating each bite. That's the problem is because... Like five Ritz crackers is like eighty five calories, and I'll eat like three sleeves of them. <laughs> not joking. That's like a whole box. Oh my! There's four sleeves in a box. I know. Like- I, I'm not joking. I'll just eat sleeves of crackers. I used to as a kid. They're so buttery though. I'd uh, I'd climb up on the old uh, garage roof in the summertime with a sleeve of crackers, eat them, and I'd rip pieces of shingles off, and I'd throw them at. Uh, Throw them sure. at people as they walk down the alley. Sure, your dad appreciated that. Oh no, absolutely, real mad. I ended up reshingling that entire roof. My, I mean, with me and my brother. Not when I was a kid. This was later. We ended up reshingling it. But when we got up there, I was like, "Oh yeah, I remember that. I remember spot. that spot." <laughs> yeah. yeah, I used to throw shingles at people walking down the alley and then hide. Just I used lay to flat sit uh, at a friend's house. We used to sit on his garage shingled roof. And eat mulberries just for hours. Oh, yeah. There was a mulberry tree that overhung the roof. I had a friend that we used to do that as well. Really? Yeah, not on his, not on a roof, and but in it, a tree. This uh, the particular, it wasn't a garage. It was more of a shed or a barn of some kind. Yeah. It had those um, vents on the top that can rotate. Oh, the round ones. Yeah, yeah, not, yeah. Not, 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 not that one. The one that comes up at like a 90 degree and you can grab onto it. It's got like a fin on the top. It's the fin is to pull it into the wind. Okay. So that the wind goes in and down. Yeah. I got a couple of them out there on the Kwanzaa hut, but we used to sit on top and act like they were like turret guns. Guns. Yeah, of course you would. It was awesome. <laughs> Why wouldn't you act like that? I know. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, Eric is with us. Hey, Adam's what? with us. What else was it? I was oh, going to say He said something. all you do is snack. Not anymore. Because it's Sober October. Uh, yeah, I haven't, I don't snack, but I did. Can we do a Sober October really, update? I love snacking. But since I've been like fasting and eating a lot healthier, I don't I don't snack anymore. Because I do, I'm counting calories pretty strictly. I was going to send you this TikTok the other day, but then I thought maybe you'd be offended. Why? But it was, um, because everybody gets offended. It's 2022. That's true. Um, it was this TikTok of this big I'm pretty dude. sure I just said that. I'm not calling you a big fat dude, but it's I'm not a big fat dude, clearly. This big fat dude with no shirt on, and it just has like the words on it that says, like, when your friend talks endlessly about intermittent fasting, and <laughs> yeah. it's this big fat dude, just like, like, yeah, I'm on the 16-8. Oh, yeah. No, I... Did you see We that? follow that guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He did one about pickleball, too. Did you see the pickleball one? Um, no, I didn't see Oh, that. it's so funny. He's like, it says, like, when your friend plays pickleball one time, and then it's just him being obsessed with pickleball. I'm going to tell you what. He's I'm, really good. I'm pretty good at pickleball. I want to play pickleball so I'll bad. play with you anytime. We were supposed to play together on a team once. I know. And you totally didn't do it. 
That's not true. Yeah, that is true. Well, I know it's true that I didn't play, but it wasn't like because I wanted to not play. You bailed on me. It's not true. Amy and Marley were supposed to play, and me and yeah. you were supposed to play. and They did. No, me and Marley played. Oh, that's right. What was I doing? You guys didn't come. Something happened. <laughs> Why? What is so? <laughs> Something happened. It's not like you just came and stared at us. House fire. House fire. Sorry. Uh, but I, I'm like pretty good at pickleball. There's some things, I love pickleball. They do it in Morris all the time on Wednesdays. There's some things weirdly as a uh, morbidly obese man <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Why, why are you morbidly obese? You're know. not dying. I, it's just I'm saying there's some sports that I'm weirdly good at. One of them's pickleball. Okay, maybe I haven't played it. In a the long other time. one's high lie skiing. Oh. I'm, I'm good at. Skiing. I love skiing. Yeah, we can ski together. But I, too. I don't look like the kind of guy that should be okay at skiing. No, I would agree. You don't. You don't. <laughs> I think it's just because of my intense lack of um, care. Yeah, of thinking that I'm doing things that can get me killed, but just doing them anyway. Yeah. Number one thing I think of when it's gonna get that's gonna get you killed: pickleball. Pickleball. Yeah. That, yeah. Well, skiing. I was oh, going for oh, a ski. Okay. Just skiing. I mean, you you know, the only guy I have ever heard of dying is Sonny Bono. Bono. Okay, Nobody sports else that I'm uh, laughably bad at would be basketball. Oh, yeah. Disgusting. Yeah, I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> I've never been a real good dribbler. No? You know? I don't even say it really that well. As you get older, you Dri- get better dribbling. at dribbling. Oh, I'm terrible at dribbling now. <laughs> I mean, we got you. you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um. No. Uh. Baseball, I'm, I'm okay. Neither here nor there at that. I'm serviceable on the field. Can't hit worth a shit. I played really well at that um, softball tournament. Did you? Yeah. I was it wasn't surprised. a tournament. It was just one well, game. Well, one game, whatever. Come on. Surprised myself. Well, that's good. That if, was That's fun. If I was selecting MVP, I would have selected myself. You think so? Mm-hmm. I would have, I would have been a first ballot. Seems pretty selfish of you. Oh, I mean, just the truth. Just calls it like I sees it. <laughs> Call it like it is. <laughs> so you were by far the best. Uh, I find that hard to believe because I think Zach was probably better. He wasn't on my team. Well, I know, but you I'm said just saying MVP. I'm my team. Oh, you didn't, you I didn't played clarify. Better, I played better than Zach. I find that hard to believe. He's pretty good. <laughs> um, he can hit some bombs. I bet he'd be a good basketball player, too. Yeah, I believe he is. I believe Uh-oh. he is a good basketball player. Oh, no. There's nobody out there. Yeah, a car just pulled through. Well, they can drive through the parking lot as long as they don't come in here. Um. Anyway, sober October update. Right. That's what we were going to get into. Uh, the sober part's going just fine for me. Easy. The part that's not happening is the weight loss challenge, which it wasn't my idea, and I that wasn't the goal of yeah, this. Yeah, that's true. But it has not been going my way. I haven't gained any weight. That's a positive. I've lost one pound in Good. 20 days. <laughs> I uh, just weighed myself tonight, and I am six pounds down. Wow, six pound, six pounds, none the lighter. Richer, or lesser, lesser of the two evils. Right? Evils, yeah. Bull evil. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so the funny part, funny part about this that I wanted to bring up tonight is that I got word that uh, there were people, it was in my family, that thought I was drunk on the last episode. Well, you weren't. I know I wasn't. I just think it's so funny. We ate Vienna sausages, and you drank a Red Bull. 
I know. Well, and that can be confused because I am tonight as well, uh, drinking a coconut. Well, you dairy. did say something about that mango one you had last week tasting like a seltzer. So maybe people And it got looks confused. probably like a seltzer. But it's but Red Bull. I think it's so funny that... It's some sort of bougie Red you, Bull. It is a bougie one. You, It was buy two, get one free. By the way, why is it that the word bougie just popped up? It was, it's, it's like it's the another, slides thing. It's a, like a slides thing. You're but exactly in the last right. two years, everybody's saying bougie. And before that, I mean, I had heard it, but nobody said it. I'll tell you where it came from. It's some TV show, right? No, it came from one famous, like... He's a TikToker now, but I don't think he was like a TikToker at the time that he started this. It was a young man that was doing like these food. He was watching people make food, and he'd just sit there, and he'd say, he'd just comment on it, Mm -hmm. and people thought he was hilarious, and I remember him saying bougie. You think that's where it came from? It's the first time that I had ever heard it, and I think that's what popularized it. I don't think it was originated there, but ever since that time... I it blew up. So today in the because com- he went on Ellen and he said it a bunch on Ellen. Today in the combine, I was listening to ninety eight point three WCCQ. Yeah, I got it on in my and truck. I heard some country music song, mm-hmm. and in one of the lyrics, they said the word bougie. That's silly in a country song. Yeah, dude. So it's out there. It's very prevalent. I I can't say I haven't said it multiple times. Yeah, are you a little bougie with your vocabulary? I wouldn't say I am with my vocabulary, but I I, I do use it every once in a while. Okay, but in like a joking sense, you know, mm-hmm. like like joking my like making fun of myself for saying it. Well, if I heard you say it, I'd make fun of you. Thanks, uh, David said. Like still fat here too. Are you sober though and fat? He should be. I'm sure he is. But apparently, me being sober looks drunk. And to be honest. You could have you could have cherry picked a lot of other episodes prior to last week's or the week before's and been very accurate. Yeah. You know, like because we've you know we've indulged some. <laughs> we've indulged. Yeah. <laughs> we've we've partaken in some alcoholic beverages on this show. I just think it's funny. Like literally the month that we've been talking about as sober October, they're like Jerry was drunk on that episode. Yeah. There's only two two times when I've even thought about drinking this entire month so far, and most of the reason is because I've been super busy. But right, we went uh, for dinner to La Max once. I thought it'd be nice to have a margarita. Couldn't do that. Well, we got our day coming. But once I got to La Max, I didn't care anymore. Yeah. By the way, margaritas are pricey. Really? But they they've got uh, Tuesday. Is it Tuesday or Monday? Tuesdays and Thursdays, but it's still like thirty seven dollars for a pitcher of margaritas. Oh. <laughs> Really? Yes. Holy crap. It's like 13 bucks for a margarita. Are they making it out of gold? Individual. Yeah, it, they are. It's got gold leaf in it. Liquid gold? Velveeta? Gold, gold schlagers. That's a good margarita. That is, gold if, schlagers. If you're going to make a margarita, you better be using gold schlagers. <laughs> It'd be so gross. Boy, Isn't that, that minty? It disappeared, didn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's still a thing. It was minty, like a peppermint but it's like a type thing. Yeah. Yes. But that, that's rumple mints. I don't remember what Goldschlagers tasted like because I don't think it I needs have, to be remembered. I don't think it, I, <laughs> since college, I don't think Goldschlagers even exists anymore. It does exist. But it supposedly had flakes of real gold in it. It, uh, yeah, David said sober and fat, but it did, yeah, it has gold in it. Like Goldschlagers? How do you even go about 
You spell it like it's it sounds schlager. I spelled it right the first time. Yeah, it's not it's not really that hard to spell. Have gold in it. Does it have gold in it? Yes, it has gold in it. It's real gold flake. It's got a very thin yet visible flakes of gold floating in it. The actual amount of gold has been measured at approximately 13 milligrams in a one liter bottle. I saw a TikTok once of a guy who claimed that he could filter out enough gold from a bottle of Goldschlagers to buy two more bottles of Goldschlagers. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. And? It was a whole process. It looked very intense. This There's no way he got that, got enough because... I don't know what... It's a cinnamon schnapps. So, so it must taste like a hot damn type Yeah, And I don't remember it being or cinnamon. Or fireball, right? Cinnamon. Thinamon. <laughs> It's a thinamin. I love the thinamin. Um, yeah, I don't know what 13 milligrams of gold is worth. Let's find out. I mean, not very much. What is 13 milligrams of gold? How many How many milligrams in an ounce? I don't know. <laughs> 14 milligrams of pure gold is worth 74 cents. So you can't buy two mm. bottles of gold sloggers. Not going to happen. One. No. It's not possible. Yeah. He lied to you. TikTok lied to you. TikTok lies a bunch. You know, I don't think they do, though. I think it's few and far between that you'll find a video that's lying. Anywhere on the internet, really. It seems like that is a very low price for gold. Where are they mining gold these days? In the ground. Is it still a thing, like gold mines? Or is there just enough mined gold at this point? That we're just good. You know, I'm pretty sure it's like, a, it's kind of like the blood diamonds out of Africa. So you they're know? not doing it in San Francisco anymore. Doubtful. The no. old 69ers or 49ers or. Um, most gold produced today in the United States comes from large open pit heap leach mines. That doesn't sound yep. good. <laughs> that's, that's exactly what I thought. In the state of Nevada, the U.S. is a net exporter of gold. In Nevada? Mm-hmm. It's the only thing there. New gold mines are still being found. In the dessert? An ounce of gold is now worth $2,000. No way. Oh, that's, yeah, $2,000. For one ounce? Yeah. There's concern that we've hit peak gold. <laughs> I'm concerned. I've been concerned about peak gold for years. They have mined 3,531 tons in 2019. That's not a lot. Wait, say that again? 3,531 tons in 2019. And it's tons spelled the British way, so I don't oh, know if that's the same kind trust of tons. It, but you can't trust that. Nah, that's, that's a fake measurement. Tonnies. Yeah, that's not real. Tones. Um, first annual decline in production since 2008. What is a, is a tonnies? What is that? How much weight is that? I think it's 2,200 pounds rather than the 2,000 pounds that our ton is. Yep. I thought so. 2,204.62. I was going to say the decimal, but I didn't want to come off as arrogant. That's a metric ton. Yeah, which is how you spell the tons part. An imperial ton is 2,240. A U.S. ton is 2,000. Yeah, U.S. tons is where I go off of. That's, I mean... What do you think? I don't know. I kind of like the word imperial, though. (laughs) Yeah. An imperial ton. (laughs) Yeah. I really like that. Bring out the imperial tonny. 
I like it. I think that an imperial ton is probably the T O N N E S N E S because it sounds British. An imperial is British, right? Anything imperial is is the metric ton is less than that. What is a metric fuck ton? Um, a shitload really is a weight, like a measurement. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, a stone. How much is a stone? Do you know? I think it's 64 pounds. It's 14 pounds. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know that. That's They still measure themselves in stones. Really? Over yonder way. Across the pond. They're British, man. Oh, Nolan said cinnamon. He's referring to the gold schlagers. <laughs> Boy, you're behind. Well, the feed's probably behind. Is it, you think? Speaking of feed. Let's feed ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. That's early. Too early? You think it's early? I think we can... Does anybody want us to start working on these quail eggs? I mean, we only got three to do. Yeah, it's not many. I do want these Cajun ones. Well, we'll do them last. What, the Cajun? Yeah. Okay. Put them over by you. You got to pop the tap. Well, slap that on a cracker, dude. Slap it on my... Never mind. <laughs> Ooh, that's a nice pop right there. Let's give it a... Boy, oh boy, that sounds fresh. Oh. Is it the mild pickled quail eggs? Let's try not to splash this. It's full. It smells. You got to take a sip. Horrible. It does? Yes. I need to smell it. My uh, sniffer ain't too good <laughs> these days with my um, allergies. Oh, well. You can smell that. Yeah, I smell that. It and honestly doesn't smell that bad. It smells like straight vinegar, basically, is all. Yeah. Which is the primary component of pickling, right? <laughs> yes, absolutely. I don't know. And spices. Can it's I, just like vinegar and spice. Can I stab this egg? You have to. I can't. Oh, yeah. They look good. They're kind of um, tan. They've got a tannish color to them. Do you think there's tannins in it? There you go. There's oh. Beautiful. A little mild. Oh, egg. a little onion with it. I gave you an onion. Look at the little beautiful onion. Oh. A shit ton is equivalent to 24 metric ass loads or one-tenth of a fuck ton. That's it's not wrong. I'm pretty sure my kids are watching this because they wanted to see us eat the quail eggs. Oh, okay. Well, now they know about measurements and loads. Tonnages. And, and bad words. Wait, what's this thing? What uh, is this? What? Oh, that's a whole pickle. No, these are eggs. But there's a whole pickle in here, too. All right, let's oh, like it. a legitimate. Let's give it a shot. Look how dinky these things are. They're look, tiny. They're very small. But look, it's got a nice look next to my head. It. Nice looking yolk in it. Okay. Let's pop this in. I don't like how hard the outside is. Very hard. Yeah. It is good, though. The aftertaste is somewhat appalling. Not great. <laughs> no. Not great aftertaste. Not bad, though. Kind of got a fishiness to it. It strangely does, it doesn't it? It has a fishy taste to it. I do not like the aftertaste at no. all. Not a big fan of that either. Huh. <laughs> a real mealy yolk, too. It wasn't as creamy as I thought it would be. Uh, the outside texture of those is not... I what I like thought that that would be better. 
<laughs> yes. I definitely thought that would be better. I don't hate it, though, to be honest. I don't think I that's don't hate bad. it either, but it it really tastes like fish. Um, yeah, it's weird. It's a weird, but only in the aftertaste. The aftertaste is what does it. Yeah, I'm hoping these don't. Oh, I don't. I don't like that. You like fish. I don't like that. Okay. I mean, I don't think it's that bad. What? It's bad. <laughs> I don't think it's that bad. Wow, this one, it came after me. That smell? Oh. Oop. Opa Gundam style. Oop. 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 These are just pickled quail eggs. I don't get it. Um, well, This is the jalapeno one. What is the taste in comparative oh. to a pickled chicken egg? I don't know why you think that smells bad. It's just vinegar. It actually smells quite good to me. I, don't, I can't get the fishy taste out of my mouth. Well, I took a drink. I'm, I'm out of my uh, element, my, my coconut berry, so I'm going to only have to use water. This is water. I'm going to give you a... Er, buddy. Give me your plate. I'm going to give you a pickled jalapeno, too, with this. Oh, yeah. Lovely. How lovely that will be. Um, yeah. Easy with the eggs, bruh. I don't know how I'm... I'm glad there's only three, to be honest. I can't. Because... I can't do this one anymore. It's... Yeah, these are tough, too. I can tell just by... I don't think that's abnormal for a pickled egg. The outside texture? Yeah. I don't think it's abnormal as well, but I don't... Okay. The pickled eggs I've had previously are way creamier. Show this. This is... um, Pickled jalapeno quail egg. Still very small, as you can see. And there are they they're tan. Strangely tan. Oh. That's creamier. Spicy. Yeah. I like that one. That's not bad. That's a good one. Way better than the mild. Like way better, but hot. it is hot. Yeah. That's hot. I keep those. Oh boy! Come on, that's got some kick. Come on, toughen up. Let's eat the jalapeno. Toughen up, guy. Mm-hmm. That's good. Mm. That's very good. Party on with that jalapeno. That's excellent. Oh, we never gave a rating. We should give a rating. Oh, out of ten, what's yeah. ten? I mean. Stop with the scale thing again. <laughs> out of <laughs> out of pickledness. I, I don't know. know what a 10 is. <laughs> out of how you liked it. 10 being the best thing you've ever eaten. 10, I loved it. Yeah. 10, I loved it. 1, I despise it. Would never eat it again. The mild? Yes, the mild. 2.1. I'd give it a 3.4. That was rough. On the um, jalapeno, I could give those. I could give that a, a 5.8. Oh, man. I was going like a 7, too. Like you loved it. I loved it. Like those. you'd snack on that. Yes. Okay. Yes, I would. Maybe I, it's that I, I, love I just eggs. ate tacos before I came here. I uh, Yeah, I dipped did into I, your little taco bowl did while you, I was over there. Did you dip in? Yeah. You dipped? 
I did with some chips. Yeah. You were um, at my house before oh, I got there. I was. Um, what is that? Yeah, I'd snack on those. I, I can't believe we're not getting any comments on this. All right. Cajun. We're going to slap this on a crack of Now, dude. this one looked really good to me. I'm going to give you a clove of garlic with it. Ooh, yeah. I'll eat that. Oh, remember the garlic we took out of uh, oh, yeah. the uh, kamikaze? Ooh. You haven't liked the smell mm. of any of these. Nope, 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 nope. If one of these were to spill, it would be a disaster. Yeah, it would be. Man, my... It's just very vinegary. Very vinegary. It's it's not bad, though. I like the smell of vinegar. In the morning? I like the smell of vinegar at any time of day. Really. Hold on. Garlic clove? Yes, please. Oh, wait. Maybe I was wrong. Maybe that wasn't a garlic clove. There was garlic in there. I shook it around and saw the garlic. But a whole clove? Yeah, there was one whole clove in there. At least one. Well, it's gone. Okay. Slap that on a cracker, dude. So they've all looked identical to each other. Every one of them They're looks all identical. Quail eggs, Jerry. Well, I know, but you think, you know, they take on a different look, maybe, from the different spices, the different seasonings. See, the same tiny little guy. Man, the outside is hard, and it just like cracks open. It's it's got a, a firmness to it. Fairly creamy on the inside, though. Very creamy. I like that. That's the best one. That one's hotter, I think. Not as hot for me. That's so weird. I think this one hit me as being hotter. You know... I could deal with these better, but the aftertaste of that yolk. I'm not getting that. In in these two, I never got it. Not as bad, but... I don't have it in this one. The heat. The heat hit me with this uh, Cajun one. I But what, I like it. What did it. I rank the jalapeno? Five, eight or something? Oh, yeah, something like that. Five something. I'd give this a six, two. Um, I'd give it a six, four. I like the jalapeno one better. Um... I would have to go. I'd eat the whole jar of jalapeno ones, and then, and then I'd kick into that uh, Cajun. I feel like the pickled quail eggs have been quite a failure on my side. I did not. I thought that I would like them. I like yeah. weird and odd things. I'm really surprised that you you don't like these. As I much. don't like them at all. I will never eat one of those. <laughs> That's so strange to me. Is it just a weird headspace that I'm in? Normally, I, I like I think weird so. stuff. I like pickled things. I like pickled eggs, usually. Yeah, I love pickled eggs. These didn't taste like... <laughs> Harsh facial expressions have convinced me to never try quail eggs. <laughs> no, I um, the, I think people would normally enjoy that. No. Except for the very first one, the mild quail eggs. Not good. Do you think that we just got bad ones? Because they were disgusting. <laughs> Those were bad. That was bad. The first ones were bad. That was unedibly bad. These ones are, my mouth is still burning a little, which is good. Yeah. Those two are good. I don't I, I don't know why good. you would. Yes, they are. They're not good. There's no reason. Those two are good. Would that work to throw a couple of them in a Bloody Mary? Just bobbing around? That could work. I think it could. Yeah. 
Why I would like to try a regular pickled quail egg that it, it, like a pickled egg. Well, I mean, I'm sorry, my mouth is watering, and I, I still can't get this <laughs> sardini aftertaste out of my mouth. I don't have that taste in my mouth from any of those two, except tinny. for the first one. It's got a tinny taste, like metallic. Yeah, I guess that'd be the diet of the quail, right? <laughs> what is a quail, anyway? Is it like a pheasant? It's like a chucker. Is it the same thing, though? No, it's not the same thing as a pheasant. A pheasant is a pheasant. A quail is its own bird. Didn't you ever watch Doug and no. Quail Man? Was that on cable? We didn't have that. No, it wasn't on cable. It was on Saturday morning cartoons. Doug, man. Oh, a quail. They're tiny. They're small birds. They're a small bird. Well, you literally just saw their egg, Chris. Yeah, their eggs look like robin's <laughs> eggs. They, they're not much bigger than a robin's egg, but they're bigger than a robin. Have you ever eaten a robin's egg? No. Like fried it up? Nope. Why? I did catch a robin on a fishing pole once. <laughs> not joking. I tied a worm to the fishing line and I just threw it out on the sidewalk. Caught a bird. Oh man, I don't. I don't recommend pickled quail eggs. No, I this brand anyway. I wouldn't necessarily recommend them, except for the jalapeno ones. I would eat those. But I don't know if it's because I just ate before I got here and I'm full. You know, that's not it. That's it's not like these were so filling. Sometimes when you're full, though, anything you eat is gross. gross. I can see that. I don't think you're full to where everything's gross. Nickelodeon, Rayanne said. Doug was on Nickelodeon. It wasn't just on Nickelodeon. Patty Mayonnaise, I remember that. Yeah, Patty Mayonnaise. <clears throat> Listen. Roger Quailman. I don't understand it. in what context people would be eating those. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't understand in what context people would be eating, like, pickled herring either, because I think it's gross. I would go for some pickled herring right now. It's gross. Here's my... Why? why? I don't understand that. Or, like, or even sardines. I uh, David said, I use quail eggs for the beef tartare at our dinner. I crack them raw onto the top of the mixture. That's awesome. But my guess is a raw quail egg is not that much different than a chicken's egg in a taste. Well, then what made that different? It's a good question. And maybe it's the brine. It is. They're not pickly at all. They're very The outside you get that you get a little bit of a like a salty brine on the outside when you first bite it. After that, it's not that way. There's no penetration. Well, there was for uh spicy, like a spicy flavor That's came true. through um with the I think it came through even better with the jalapeno ones than it did the Cajun ones. But the Cajun ones were hot, I thought. And you thought the jalapeno ones were hotter. Mine had a better flavor with the jalapeno, and it was spicier with the Cajun, I thought. Um, but those mild ones are just hot garbage. Yeah. Um, so gross. They're very gross. Uh, I just think it had not. the worst texture of both the outside and the, <laughs> of and any the, food. the yolk. Um, I, I guess I've only just had regular pickled eggs that taste like they come out of a pickle jar. Yeah. That I'm into. Love them. And they are so much creamier, I think, than what these were. These were not very creamy at all. They got better as it went on, but. Matt said, Chris said there was no penetration. (laughs) (laughs) You you did say that. The pickling process probably creates a chicken egg would 
have more depth and volume and likely wouldn't be penetrated by the brine. I think these were penetrated by the brine a little bit. The outside was for sure. I wonder about the yolk. I feel like that 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 aftertaste that I'm despising is from the yolk. It is definitely from the yolk. It might be the taste of the egg. I don't know. You've got a problem though. Because it didn't taste like sardines. The first one had fishy taste, but the other two did not. No, I'm just I'm still after tasting the first one. The second two didn't. They didn't have that aftertaste. Oh, the second two were better because they were just spicy and they had a good level of spiciness. Yeah, like and most things that are spicy aren't bugs. actually spicy, and that drives me crazy. Yep, I agree. That was a good level of spice. Yep, it was a refreshing level of spice. Yeah, woke you up. Yeah, gave you a little. Capsaicin. It still has a gamey flavor, the egg in general, that it's just not for me. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if quail eggs are for anyone, to be honest. I, but I tell you what, David, with the raw quail egg on the beef tartare, that, that was wonderful. pickling quail eggs because they're smaller and they can get more into a jar? I think it's because we're in a recession and that's all we have to eat. 25 calories for... Serving size is one ounce. I don't know how many eggs. There's 16 servings against a container. So you're going to have to eat quite a bit of eggs, I feel like. 16 servings? calories. Holy smokes. So they're pretty good for you. They're not necessarily good for you. They just they have no calories in them because they're so small. Uh, 360 milligrams of sodium, but that's normal. They bill them as a high-protein snack, but they only have two grams of protein. Well, yeah, but they expect you to eat the jar. The whole jar of pickles? <laughs> Can must. you imagine just eating a whole jar of these? That's what they used to do. You know the old drunkards that sat in the bar all day and eat pickled eggs, drink beer? Maybe they're, get a little they're whiskey. They're pickling quail eggs because it's a novelty and you are tasting it on a podcast. That's not the only reason why they're pickling. I don't know. There's lot, if you look around, there's lots of pickled quail eggs. I think it's because they're snack-sized. Yeah, I think so. But they're not good. Nope. David, you can have them. You're going to try them. I will give them to David. He needs to at least try them and give us his opinion because he's got a more refined palate, I believe, than I do. What he's saying is the brine would be more likely to get to the yolk of a smaller egg. Um. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll say I, I just from smelling these, I had a problem from the beginning. You I did. I, I don't, don't think the brine was good. I don't agree with you. It just you. smelled like straight vinegar. It didn't smell like it should. It, it was heavy vinegar. It was heavy vinegar, but I don't know. I My sniffer's not real good tonight. I didn't get a lot of the garlic. You know, that aftertaste is coming back at me now. I don't get it. And I'm not... Disliking it as much as I originally. How was. are you getting more aftertaste? I don't right know, now? man. These things have an active. They're actively <laughs> working. This is an active flavor profile this that just wanders around it's my mouth. Moving, it's gaining. <laughs> There's ebbs and flows to this quail it's egg coming tasting. in waves. <laughs> I'm getting hit by the backside of the first wave, man. <laughs> you tasted pickles a year ago, and I ended up with 17 jars of pickles at Thanksgiving. I'm going to tell you what right now. The pickles These are, are absolutely, they will keep, right? Yeah, in a fridge, yeah. I got to refrigerate these? Why wouldn't, wouldn't, don't you have to? Do you have to refrigerate pickles once you open them? Well, that's an egg. But they're pickled. 
So it doesn't mean it's David, preserved. David, do I have to refrigerate these? If the answer to that is yes, I will refrigerate them. I will bring them to Thanksgiving. Why don't you just refrigerate them and be sure? What's is it that okay, hard to do? I'll refrigerate them. I don't understand why you're like I have to do that. Oh my god! Like it was a no go if I had to refrigerate. I'm gonna put them in this refrigerator. And yeah, just, just leave them there. Nobody's gonna touch them. No, nobody's gonna touch them. I'll give you that. Um, figure out something to do with these things on Thanksgiving, David. Dirk, you're finally here, buddy. Please refrigerate them. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna bring them. Use them to in some sort of a cocktail. Maybe in a dirty martini? I think that would be good. No, it would, nothing <laughs> would be good with these eggs. But maybe in a Bloody Mary, which I don't even like Bloody Marys, but if you had the Bloody oh, Mary... Oh, I know. Here we go on the whole Bloody Mary The problem again. is I don't think you could skewer these. You're such a diva. They would crack open. You could skewer them. I put a fork right through one and it didn't crack. Hey-o, Dirk. Um, no, but if you skewer that with a... Toothpick. Yeah, a toothpick. I'm talking about other things, like a piece of bacon, Yeah, a quail egg, maybe a pickle chip. Maybe a little piece of cheese. <laughs> yeah, an olive. If you had oh, that yeah. all together... Love it. And cleaned it up. It's a way It'd be good. It. It, it wouldn't be bad. There is... This, the flavor is working on me now, a little bit. I don't believe you, because there's just no flavor left. We, we've been talking for 15 minutes after eating them. and they're, they're Pickled just... egg martini shaken with ice. We'll call it a scrambled egg. <laughs> Kelly said, don't put it in my bloody. Here's the thing. Yeah, you're going to try one. The problem with that is, all of that is, I don't know that I can be just drinking dirty martinis. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in the oh, no, you can Everybody can. It's not a big deal. Well, you can have it afternoon. Was it Drinksgiving that I brought the um, yes, eggnog? The eggnog. That was good stuff. It was really good. I you made, need to make I made it again. I that shit from scratch. I you can't need, make it again. I already did it. Why can't you make it again? It's got to be a yearly tradition now. I'm not going to make it again. Oh because my last gosh. time I made it, David stole my serving pitcher. <laughs> he did. His kids broke it. That oh, was a, I didn't know It that. was a family... That was a, Heirloom. heirloom. I knew it. It was a family heirloom from picture. the Civil War. Yes, I heard about that. Hundred years of history and tradition down the tubes. Yeah, you took it to Antique Roadshow. <laughs> he said, was... "Yes, you brought a picture of eggnog, and Colin broke it." <laughs> he did. He did replace. It. He bought me a brand new picture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but can you take that one to Antiques Roadshow and have it appraised? Um, no, seriously though, it was a plastic uh, one dollar picture from Dollar General. Special plastic. It was special. It was the first pressing of any plastic in America. <laughs> oh. All right. So overall, pickled quail eggs, a no-go. We'll get some regular pickled eggs when we do our... Um, pickle bracket. Pickle bracket. This is such a good idea. Yeah. Next week we'll do... We got some... We're going to have to buy so many pickled things. I we, mean... We, let's start Where a does list. it end? Let's start a list right now. Where does it end, though? I mean, you got you got... Pickled. How many? How many things are in a okra? bracket? Sixty-four. Yeah, I Is guess that, so. Okay, you got okra. Yeah, you got asparagus. Yeah, you got eggs, green beans. You got cucumbers. You got green beans. Um, what else is there? I mean, there's you could pickle. There's pickled uh, garlic, oh, beets, 
pickled eggs, pickled beets, pickled pig's feet. Oh, yeah, pig's feet. Um, pickled bologna. We're doing pickled bologna for sure. Um, there's, I mean, everything can be pickled. Literally anything. Yeah, but like interesting Cor- Corn beef like is David technically said, red onions pickled. and carrots. I don't need to have that in my pickle challenge. We need some, that's like a, a side dressing to a pickle process. It's like in the bottle, but it's not the main. I agree. You Oh, you want to have a side bracket, you're saying? No, 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 no. I'm saying we're not doing like oh, onions yeah. and garlic or things no, that are because in the pickle. We all know we like pickled onions. Right. I mean, they're good. But pickled garlic can be different. Are olives pickled? They're just in a brine. Is that pickled, though? I don't think it is. Because olives not, are quite possibly my favorite thing. Mine, too, but it's not pickled. Um, there's no pickling spices to olives. Oh, herring, pickled herring. Yeah, I guess we have pork hock. That's the pig's feet. That's the same thing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Pickled chicken feet. Was that a thing? According to Nick, it is. Really? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, they do a lot of crazy things over in the Asia's, you know, you know, uh, I have one of the guys that works for me last year brought, Brought me tamales. He brings tamales every year. Pickled tamales? No, just tamales. Oh. So I get in the one. I'm super excited. Yeah. Starting this just tamale. Getting into just it. Yeah, give me the tamale. He takes the at sweet corn at the end of the season when it gets hard, and he uses it to make the cornmeal for the tamales. Oh, yeah. The, um, what's it? Masa? Yeah. So uh, I, I lay into this one because I never know what's going to be inside. You just get after it. This one had a full chicken foot in it. <laughs> Are you serious? Whole chicken foot. No way. Yeah, for real. And I'm like, uh, hey, uh, forgot to. I like interesting things. Let's 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 gnaw on this chicken foot. Uh-huh. I don't really like chicken feet. <laughs> no, no, it's not much to them other than bones and skin. Yeah, that's not good. No. What do he say? I never brought it up to him. Oh. I don't know if it was intentional or accidental, but <laughs> no, that was definitely on purpose. He's like, "Here, Chris, got you one." Yeah, that was that was intentional. Well, anyway, I have seen people like uh, on the multiple different food shows I've watched go to places and eat street food, you know, of the local cuisine and chicken feeder. They're in it. They're in it a lot. Um, I've had some interesting street food. I've seen Andrew Zimmer eat some chicken feet. Um, David said chicken feet are a lot like chewing on the end part of a whole chicken wing. Yeah, I don't understand why that's that, a thing. They're not that good. Why would people do that? They're much worse than that. I will, I will tell you that. Yeah, I could. They're I could very cartilagey. Well, yeah, and there's just nothing to it. It's either cooked down so much where it'd be like gelatinous, but still hard on the inside because of the bone. Or just really rubbery and tough. And th- there's nothing to them. Now, chicken lips, on the other hand, mm, I'll eat me a solid tamale full of chicken lips. Chicken lips, huh? Yeah. Um. All right. So, speaking of street food, I'm not an aficionado by any means. Are you sure? But I did have some interesting stuff in um, when I went to in South Korea. Because mm-hmm. that's a big deal over there. Seoul. Yeah, well, that's what I was in Seoul, but that's not where I had this. Oh. And then the one weirdest thing I had over there, which was everywhere, was this. I don't know if you would call it fried or like it was silkworm larva. Okay. Or P 
pupa. Oh, don't say that. <laughs> I don't like that word. Um, and it was, I, I, this is saying that it was boiled or steamed. From my, from my recollection, it was kind of crunchy, not fried, but like um, popcorny. Maybe like a broasted pupa. <laughs> yeah, a broasted silkworm pupa. <laughs> um, uh, nope, not bad. For real, not bad at all. It was just it on a stick, like just the larva on the no, stick. No, it was like a cup of them. Oh, like finger food. It's a big like deal. It. They had them all they all over the place. They'd fry them, I guess, fry them in like a wok type situation. Okay, I could I see that. Some of them had like sugar or cinnamon and stuff like that on them. Where are we going to get the crickets? Oh, yeah, we're going to get crickets because one of our listeners uh, recommended doing, they, it was like a four-pack of these different flavored crickets. Yeah, those looked, I mean, I would do that. They were whole crickets. And dude had made cookies with. Uh, he made brownies for us. Brownies. Cricket yeah. flour. But these were like whole crunchy fried crickets. Those were, are a good source of protein, I hear. Um. David said you should order some century eggs. Nope. What's no, that? A no, hundred no, year no. old egg? Yeah. Who's collecting and holding hundred year old eggs? Oh lots of people. It's like a it's like a delicacy over yonder way, and uh, I don't want it. They're like black. They bury them in ash. Some of them can be thousand year old. Thousand-year eggs. They call them that. They're not really a thousand-year-old. Century eggs, also known as preserved eggs, hundred-year eggs, thousand-year eggs, thousand-year-old eggs, century-old eggs, millennium eggs, leather eggs. Lots of names, apparently. Yeah, they're they're black because they're buried in like an ash. It's a it's a culinary dish made by preserving duck, chicken, or quail eggs in a mixture of clay, ash, salt, quick lime, and rice for hulls for several weeks to several months. I've seen people eat so them. They're where, not a hundred years old. No, it's just what they're called because they're black. Okay, um, but they look terrible. I've seen people eat them where they like immediately spit it out, and I've seen other people eat it where they enjoyed it. So it's up in the air whether or not it's good or not. To be honest, I guess I, I immediately said no. But to be honest, I think we should try that. I'll eat them, but. My adventurous eating side that I always thought was so good was kind of dashed by these quail eggs. I don't get that at all. These are very mundane. Well, the two weren't bad, but that first one was a kick in the jugular. I just, I don't think it was that severe. They're not good, but it wasn't anything that would sway me away from eating an egg ever again. Next week we're back into some of the poverty meats. Yeah, we're, we got some spams, loafs. different loafs of meats. Yeah. I'm gotta, excited about those. Oh yeah, we got to do some potted Salt meats bombs. after that. Yeah, potted meat, deviled ham. Who doesn't like that stuff? You're supposed to put it on a sandwich. Yeah, I we follow that sandwich making guy on TikTok, right? Yeah, oh yeah. He does all kinds of stuff with these like spreadable meats. Yeah. And these like old 1400s recipes for sandwiches Mm -hmm. and um everything you add butter to every single piece of bread almost all i know is he always is uh he has a word for it's not churching it up but he's uh plussing it up plussing it up yeah he pluses them up but he always just pluses them up by adding like chipotle powder and a piece of romaine lettuce lettuce yeah and like celery salt and then that's yeah a little bit of paprika on it maybe some sriracha does paprika have a flavor um, I don't it, think it has a flavor, though, right? 
It, it smoked paprika does, but well, regular one, regular paprika absolutely has a flavor, it, and it's awesome. Um, regular paprika, I don't really think it does. I, it can add heat to things. When I made my brisket, I didn't have a smoker handy, so I just rubbed it with smoked paprika. It, it works, man. Same thing. It's not necessarily the same thing, but it's it's, it's good. It's a little chemical smoky tasting, yeah. but but it's good. Yeah. Anyway, that's it for that food segment of this podcast what what else were you going to say about the sandwich guy was there anything more to that besides no he just busting it up no it had nothing to do with that it has to do with him making a lot of sandwiches by spreading spreadable meats on them it is a lot of the sandwiches that he he makes from in early time has just like ground up meat with stuff added to it a lot of our yeah a lot of them are very simple very very simple because they're from like the early 1900s yeah, I like that guy though. Oh yeah, I love that channel. That's why I followed him because I I watched it. It's a uh, sandwiches of history. Yeah, something like that. It's great. Follow him. Everybody needs to be as big on TikTok as we are. Speaking of that, um, <clears throat> a listener threw up a picture from Denver, Colorado, of uh, another location of Snarf sandwiches. Yeah, I I did that. I sent you the picture of that Snarf sandwich in Denver when I was there. Years ago. Oh, really? Yeah, it would have been 20. Because I've seen the one in St. Louis. 16 or 17 of when I was in Denver. It's the first time I'd ever seen one. And I sent it to you, you years went to ago. to a Broncos game? No, we vi- were visiting my sister when she was in Wyoming and uh, in Cheyenne. And it's only about an hour and a half away from Denver. So we took a trip over to Denver one weekend. Did um, you go to the gin mill? Nope. No, we went to the zoo. Um, and something else in a museum there. And then we went and had uh, lunch, and right by where we were going was a, a Snarf sandwiches. No goat, though. They don't have a goat, so they're not as cool as us. No. Um, I've been to Denver a bunch. It's it's an all right little city. Yeah. You've been there a bunch? Yeah. When we used to go to Steamboat Skiing every year, oh, yeah. we would stop in Denver usually for a night. That's on the way? Yeah. Well, depending on which way you go. You can either go to Cheyenne and then down. Oh, or to Denver and then up. Oh, it's right there in the corner. Then it's like kinda, the west corner, like not far from either of those cities. Interesting. Yeah. I want to go. Let's go this year. Steamboat Springs. Hey, I looked up tickets for uh, Blink One Eighty Two again. Oh yeah, never told you about it. Because they go down. They did not go down at all. General admission tickets were more expensive than the pre-order ones because everything ended up being resale. And even the ones that weren't resale, yeah, like what regular do you think tickets, it was sold out immediately. It did pretty much. I looked that night, and there were still some tickets available on the presale, but not many. Um, but there were some open seats, but they were all on the three hundred level, four hundred some dollars for like literally as high as you could get in the United Center. Was it you or Vic or somebody sent Ridiculous. me a picture today, and it was a it's like a middle aged, overweight man. It could have been me, and it was like. <laughs> Running One Direction, and it said Blink-182 tickets on sale. I've seen that. And then it had them running the other way, and it's like seeing how much they cost. Right. Yeah. But they and but they sold out at those prices. That's the insane part about it. I don't really get it because there's not many bigger Blink-182 fans out there than me. That's true. And I wasn't willing to spend that kind of money. No. It's not worth it. I mean, because you... you you have to buy more than one ticket. 
Right. You're not buying just one ticket. If I was just paying like one ticket to go by myself, I guess. But maybe I just go to it. Nobody's going to do concert by yourself. Nobody's going to do that. Uh, Erica said there's a snarf sandwich in Austin. You should definitely go there and tell us and do how it is. I've never eaten there. Do a review. Send us a video and we'll put it on our our TikTok and Facebook and Facebook. Um, You can be like a snarf on the street. I like that snarf on the street. You can be our beat reporter. Our beat. Yes. Our beatnik reporter. (laughs) Yes. I like this idea. Snarf on the street. Why don't we do? Why have not? What are we doing? Because I just thought what of it. What are we it. doing? I just thought of it. Huh? I just thought of it. Eh? <laughs> what are we doing with this? Snarf on the street. Uh, David said paprika can vary greatly. Hungarian paprika and Spanish paprika are very different. Most of the dry spices that we buy in grocery stores are very low quality. Plus, dry spices have a rel- relatively short life shelf life and we usually keep them far too long and their flavor and quality of deteriorated i have a spice rack that i think i have had since before i was well before i was married okay that i barely ever used because why because i always just bought like just i just, lots I just of never spices. used the spice rack it came as like a pre-packaged deal and the other day i was using it but they're all like hard hardened and packed. and packed together and i'm like i shouldn't be using these these are real garbage by now yeah. yeah they it, had it, worms in them have you seen uh dan <laughs> that's ridiculous I, I used them of course you have to protein you can't waste chris you know people are so used to wasting in this country sad throwaway culture we live in it is that's protein you know what the number one deficiency is in america besides vitamin d protein is that real made that up <laughs> i don't think that's real yeah <laughs> because protein's relatively cheap here it is uh but vitamin d is a problem supposedly yeah that's what they say um and i take a vitamin d supplement every day you do every day still every damn day brah well that's what's saving you from covid and i haven't been sick since 2019 that's not true it is true that's not true i don't can't remember being sick well i don't then you've lied to me just to get out of things maybe that's very very possible <laughs> um what was i gonna say now i was i was gonna get on a rant i was on a little tirade about something and you rudely interrupted me i can't tell you vitamin d vitamin d deficiencies protein protein oh i remember it's spices have you seen the the spice uh danos seasoning yes on uh, TikTok, uh-huh. I bought those a while ago. Uh-huh. I didn't care for it. Not it's not my favorite. You know what? I had a similar experience with a spice that everybody was going crazy about. Everything bagel seasoning. Yeah, I've had that. It's fine. It, that's all it is. Is fine. It's no more than fine. I would say the same thing about the Stanos. It's not bad. I feel like it was a little it's, over the top on either time. I think it was time. Paul Danos company. Right. I wish it was. I like Paul Dano. He's a national treasure. Um, no, it just, it felt too timey to me. I don't need that much time on everything, you know? Very herbaceous. <laughs> Very herbaceous. Wow, your vocabulary tonight is bougie. <laughs> that's, that's good. I like bougie. You're the one who said that. Okay, so on this egg thing, I just thought I'd bring up the fact that um, the best piece of food i've ever had in my life i think i've told you this before but i'm going to repeat it the best remember. morsel of food i ever had 
was a duck egg, yeah. soft boiled duck egg. That was in I don't remember a this. la main dish. Oh yes. So la main is like a at that a Vietnamese Lao- restaurant, Laotian, Laotian restaurant, it's like a Laotian ramen, basically with a different noodle. Why don't we go to there? Because they're closed. Go. COVID, like it's over. They went out of business. It was like the best restaurant in Chicago. You'll never get that egg again. Paul Dano Spice Company. There will be flavor. <laughs> I like that. I get it. Herbaceous. Ooh la la. Everything bagel seasoning is just the new pumpkin spice or Nashville hot. It's it has its place. It's been overdone. I don't know what its place is other than like I don't really know. I, I don't need I don't get it either. It's just a it's it's like it's, seeds and Yeah, it's like poppy seeds and garlic and I don't know what else is in there. It's either. unnecessary. Dirk, uh how's uh I real quick. I don't like it when everybody pronounces it as everything but the bagel. That's not what it is. It's an everything bagel. Yeah. Right? Who says everything but the bagel? Oh, my gosh. So many people on TikTok all the time say, oh, I've got this everything but the bagel seasoning. Absolutely stop not that. what it is. Please stop that because it's not the bagel is called an everything bagel. Right. Uh, you know, here's the deal. People are just dumb. Yeah. Okay. Why can't you be as smart as me? Bagels are one of the best foods in of mankind's invention. Have you ever had like a legit bagel? I have had some legit bagels, and they're legit. And they're way better than anything you ever get around here. Oh, yeah. Ever. It's better than like a Thomas's. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit better than a Thomas's, although I like Thomas's bagels. I yeah. eat them all the time. I like a uh, cinnamon raisin bagel, blueberry bagel. I like all bagels. Do you have to call it a bagel? Yeah. <laughs> a bagel of bagels. Um, you got any news? Oh, uh, not really. I've got uh, something about Superman. Superman's coming back. Which one? Henry Cavill. Really? Yeah, I posted it to our Facebook. There's been a big leak. Oh. Have you not heard? No, I don't know anything about this. Please expound on here. Well, I don't want to ruin anything for you. But it's already been ruined for me and basically all of the DC fandom. But, you know, the movie uh, Black Adam? Yeah. Comes out tomorrow, Friday. Oh, nice. I've heard good October, uh, re- early reviews about it. October 21st. heard actually really good early reviews about it. Yeah, it's supposed to be great. Do you want the spoiler? Yes, yeah, spoil it. Okay. At the end of the movie, the post credit scene. Don't spoil it. You just told me to. Okay, go ahead. I'm going to spoil it. I don't care. I don't care. You're just, you'll still get enjoyment out of this. Yeah, I'm not even going to see the movie, so it doesn't oh, matter. Oh, I'm going to go see it I'm at some point. I'm not going to see it in theaters. I'll probably see it in theaters. Okay, go ahead. Anyway, uh, post credit scene, uh, Black Adam's like walking into this cave, big cave around him, and then this hologram pops up. It's Amanda Waller, and she says... I'm so done with Amanda Waller. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. But she's sitting there, and she's like, you're never getting out of this They're cave. They're really trying to make her the... Um, the Nick Fury That's of the exactly DC universe, what they're they? doing, and it's yeah. not going to work. It doesn't work. Anyway, listen. He walks up. She says, "You're never getting out of this cave. You're stuck here forever. Don't try to leave. Uh, you know, your time is done." And he said, "I'm the strongest person on this planet. Who could ever stop me?" He's like, "You certainly can't." So I'm leaving. And then Superman, Henry Cavill, 
walks through and, you know, obviously he's there to stop him. And now there's going to be an entire DC universe where Black Adam and Superman are at odds. And they're making a Superman too. That's a uh, animated movie. Yeah. And it was a thing in the comics too is Black Adam versus Superman. Correct. And they're going to do it. Nice. I think that's awesome. And I really do believe this could be a resurgence of DC. We'll see. We'll see about that. I know I mean, you're going to. did well with Suicide Squad. That was pretty good. Yeah. Peacemaker was excellent. Incredible. I forgot about that, but it was really good. That was one of my, that's one of my favorite shows. Probably one of my favorite shows as well. It's in my top 25. Oh, no, for like comic book stuff? Oh, for comic book stuff, it's way higher. I was going to say that's like top five. Yeah, for sure. I mean, um, like all time shows. Oh, all time shows. I would still, I would still put it higher than twenty five. I think. Really? I'd have to, I'd have to pencil it out, Chris. I'm we- sorry. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe that was it. Because there's a couple shows out right now that I would yeah. put in my top ten. Probably. Yeah, that's. I'd have to. I got to work on that. I'm sorry. Shows get are getting good. So many good shows. There's so many good things. What watch. a time to be alive. I know. Every single show that comes out that just blows me away. Blows me away. You uh, know what I mean? Vic said, DC movies are usually such a letdown. Agreed. I completely agree. First Wonder Woman was very good. I, Listen I disagree. Me. This is an unpopular opinion. You I, don't like the first Wonder Woman? The I like the one. first half of the first Wonder Woman. I got you. The ending is The, the too second dark. half sucks. The movie's okay. The second Wonder Woman is a travesty. It is. It that should was never bad. have been made. I, I cannot not. believe they're making a third one with the same director. Insane. They are? I uh-huh. didn't know that. Patty Jenkins. And I can't believe what she hasn't joke. been banned from making that Star Wars movie yet that she's supposedly still making, Rogue Squadron. Yes. But point being, the new Suicide Squad, pretty good. Not great, but pretty good. I like it. It was The new fun. Batman movie I enjoyed quite a bit. Yes, I liked that. A lot, if but that's going to be, that's its own thing. Are you counting? Is it count as a DC movie though? Absolutely. Yeah. So that was pretty good. Um, Vic agrees. The second Wonder Woman movie was embarrassingly bad. Yeah, it was horrible. Yeah, very, very bad. Uh, what else? Uh, Aquaman. I en- I did enjoy the first one. I thought it was terrible. The more the more I've watched it. Was there it, a second one? Because I never saw It's not good. It. I mean, it, it's not out yet, but okay. the whole Amber Heard thing, you know. Amber Heard. Yeah. You know what? She's living a secret life over in uh, like Scotland or Switzerland or something. It's not secret because I know about it, but <laughs> you're on she was to trying. it. Nobody else she changed it. her name too. Really? Yeah. To Amber Turd? <laughs> nope. Nope. To like Carolyn or something. Interesting. Um, okay. So I didn't think Superman versus Batman was that bad. No, I, I've enjoyed those. It's a pretty enjoyable movie. I thought <laughs> Except Man of Steel, for the whole Martha Martha thing. Man of Steel was pretty good. I love Man of Steel, and I love Henry Cavill as Superman. That is what I was going to say. You cannot be upset about this dude coming back as Superman. He's perfect. All right, here's what we got. Um, the Flash, is that ever coming out? It's supposed to be coming out 2024, I think. Uh, Joker, I don't think that counts, but it was okay. I liked it. <laughs> uh, Watchmen was phenomenal. Yes. Um, Green Lantern, I thought it was actually pretty good. I enjoy it. Uh, Charlie Cox is uh, arguing, or not Charlie Cox, I'm sorry, uh, The Rock is arguing that Ryan Reynolds needs to come back as the Green Lantern in the new world that they're creating I with mean, Black Adam. I'm and down with that. Superman it's just that and, he's already Deadpool. I don't know. Right. You can't, it'll never happen. It could. It, <clears> it mean, will Evans. never happen. Okay. Um, 
You need a John Stewart. Yes, I agree. They should reboot it with that character because honestly, he's the would, better Green Lantern. Well, I don't know better or whatever. That, know, more recognizable to people of our age for sure. But the problem yeah. is, people that are going to the movies now don't even know that right because they weren't alive in the nineties. Exactly, <laughs> you're exactly right. I I think he's the better Green Lantern. I I don't know just because I'm more accustomed to that. Uh, Vic said she's fallen too far off the crazy hot scale. Um. Yeah, I mean, who? Amber Turd. Or oh, as oh, Dirk said, she changed her name to Turd Ferguson. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, there was a time when she was considered one of the most attractive women on earth. Yeah. but Did Maxim Magazine say that? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. That was a while ago. Yeah, it's like not... that was in Aquaman days. That was like five years ago. It was a while ago that Aquaman came out. Um. Yeah, that's surprising how long ago that was. I'm not. I'm not real thrilled about another one of those coming out. It doesn't. Doesn't tickle my fancy, if you know what I mean. I just can't get. I can't get on board for DC movies, and I don't know why. The Batman was great. Yeah. So I'll just stick to the Batman, and they can keep the rest. The next Superman movie is going to be great. I'm telling you. You know, I've never been a huge Superman movie fan. But now I don't that know the Witcher is possible. a thing, I'm much more in love with Henry Cavill. Of course. Now I just want him in everything. He's amazing. Did you see him in the new, well, the newest, I think, <laughs> Mission Impossible? No, I didn't. Oh, my gosh. He's great in that, too. Vic said, did you two call each other to color coordinate outfits tonight? It's cute. I'm going to tell you what. That's we, the first thing I said when we sat down and turned the cameras on. I'm like, not only are we looking identical. But also, I wore this exact same outfit last week. <laughs> Which I didn't even notice, but when he pointed out that we were wearing basically the same thing, I looked over, and it's it's unbelievable. We're twins. Um, of course, I'm the better-looking twin. <laughs> what's worse is I've been wearing this exact outfit every single day since the last time we recorded without being washed. Well, that's fine. Who's Who's here to tell you any different? Nobody. Who are you here to impress? Nobody. You ain't trying to be bougie. Uh, Erica said the Vicky Mendoza diagonal. I have no idea what that's in reference <laughs> I don't know to. either. I am no mathematician, okay? You don't know your diagonal. I don't know physicism. You're just busting out all the vocabulary tonight. I made that one up. You got any news or not? Oh, well, that Superman thing. Oh, yeah, that Superman thing. Uh, remember? Remember? That was news, Chris. Uh, let me pull up another... Little tidbit here. Oh, Cobra Kai is going to go into its sixth season. Oh, Vic said it was a How I Met Your Mother reference. I never really watched that show. I did, but I don't remember that. Yeah. Did you know that? Sorry, what? Cobra Kai. What about it? It's going on to the sixth season. I'm not surprised. It's a huge hit. How do they keep pumping out seasons? This is my question. Because they, they just go it costs into no production money to make. from one production into the next production, and they just never stop producing seasons of the show. It takes time to make a show. It doesn't matter about how much it is. It takes time to do it. They must be pumping them out weekly. Yeah, they're not hard to make. Trust. It's me. like every other month we're going to go in production, make a new season. I have heard uh, today on the radio, actually, um, was listening to the radio, and they had Ralph Macchio was on there in an interview or something. And the guy is just the coolest. What a sweetheart. Yeah, he's awesome. Yes. And he was talking about how 80s, they were talking about um, 
songs that come on that you just like start jamming out to. Mm-hmm. And they cut to Ralph Macchio talking about how when I'm out on the freeway and you're the best around comes on. Oh, man. The pedal hits the floor. <laughs> and he's just jamming out. He's like, it's my anthem. You're the best around. Nothing no, gonna ever keep it up. up. You're the best around. Um, oh, yeah. David said, How I Met Your Mother referenced the crazy hot scale. X axis hot wax. Yeah, I do remember that. I've seen that clip. But Dirk said, It's fall. Wear the same hoodie till harvest is done. And I'm going to tell you what, that is pretty much what I've been doing. And the same pants. Yeah, in underwear and socks. No, that I change. And you don't comb your beard or... Well, I don't do that ever anyway. Or tussle your hair. Don't ever do any of those things. You ever do that? I can't. Well, I just did it. If I did that, my hat would fall off. But do you ever take your hat off and then... I don't have any hair. Wiggle your hair. Neither do I, but it's fun to do. (laughs) Okay. Makes me feel sexy. Yeah. You know? I can see that. Don't you ever just want to feel sexy, Chris? I don't think I've ever felt sexy. (laughs) Exactly. How do you feel that way? Well, did you just see what I did? Oh, my God. Stop. you got to stop. <laughs> Holy shit. Bob <laughs> blew me away. Oh, man. I wish you guys could have saw that. Whoever's listening to this <laughs> um, on the audio podcast next week. Man, these quail eggs are a bit of a aphrodisiac, I guess. Must be. I don't know. Uh, that's all I got for uh, news. That's all? The news? That's it. I don't. I, yeah, I didn't look at much. Speaking of, uh, oh, here's a little fun tidbit about Ralph Macchio. Okay, he lost. He, they were going to pick him for uh, Back to the Future as Marty McFly. Um, yeah, I don't think that's true. This is I true. It was they filmed it with Eric. Uh, what's his name? I know. During auditions, they were going to pick him, but they didn't like his accent, so they kicked him out because it was too New, New Jersey. Yep. He was very new. I just read that tonight. He's a bit of a goomba. He's a big goomba. Is that a racial slur? I think it is. Can you offend Italians? You can offend anybody in 2022. We already covered that. I don't think you can offend Italians, and I don't think you can offend Cajuns. So you just don't think you can offend anyone? Can you offend Irish people? No. I think you can offend Conor McGregor because he's always yelling and punching at people. You know, he was out live today talking about he wants to fight people again. He shouldn't do that. He also said he wants to be the world uh, champion boxer. He wants to box people. And the the guy interviewing him said, well, that's going to take a while. And he started laughing. He's like, no, no it won't. It will, like, though. Wow, I really think it will. Didn't he just, you have to have, like, multiple fights. Didn't he just lose lost. a big boxing match to... Floyd Mayweather. Yeah, and then Floyd Mayweather comes out and boxes Logan Paul and loses. Bullshit. He didn't lose. We already went over this. He did Bullshit. not lose. He lost. It was a, he didn't lose. A draw is a loss. There's no way he'd have a draw. He never had a draw in his professional boxing career. Ever. Well, it, was a, it wasn't <laughs> so an actual stupid. fight. It was an exhibition. I know. It's really dumb. CJ said, you know why God invented whiskey, right? Why? I don't know. Why? Oh, he didn't give us the answer? No. <laughs> what the hell? And I can't drink it because it's sober October, no, I know. damn it. Oh, that, that's what I was going to say. I texted you and uh, David about it. The only time I've really struggled was this weekend at the uh, the old baseball tournaments oh. I had. Man, they had old fashions all around. really wanted an old fashioned. 
you know? Yeah. CJ, but it turns out they were terrible, so. CJ is really dragging this on. He said, to keep the. <sighs> you know why God invented whiskey, right? <laughs> to keep the to Irish keep the... from taking over the world. I gotcha. Aha. <laughs> they probably would. I don't know. It's a pretty small country. Small people, too. But what do you got against small people? Are they small people? I don't know. Some... I, Irish people aren't leprechauns, Jerry. You sure? I mean, I'm pretty sure that's where they come from. I can't type tonight, probably because you've been drinking too much of that whiskey, right? Damn Irish! Gosh, but seriously, like that's where they come from, right? What leprechauns from Ireland? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So then, why was I wrong? A little Paul Gold. No, that's British. <laughs> Paul, Paul Gold. Yeah. Paul Gold. No. I do that. I'll go. No. Keep trying. Go ahead. <laughs> Come on. You'll get it one of these days. Potato. <laughs> oh That's God. the second I, one in a row I've done. I have been, second I've been podcast thinking about that quote all friggin' week. Why? Because I've been listening Hungry for to potatoes? the audiobook. For Did they do it, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. Not like he does it in the movie. No. He just talks at length about potatoes. No. Oh. About how he wants a potato. We'll talk about that later because I've got I love some potatoes. things to talk about on some what I've been reading, listening. I bought like six books yesterday. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I've been reading a lot. How many credits do you get? A lot. Are audiobooks you're talking about? No, 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 no. Oh, real, real books. books. Yes. How do you have the time to read a real book? Oh, I've got all the time. I read a lot. I just finished... Uh, uh, what is it? My third third book because I read uh, Oceans. At, well, we can talk about it later. Okay. Well, I let's just get it. into what we've been watching because it's that time of the show, right? Okay. Well, then I'll talk about what I've been reading. Okay. I finished uh, a book called Oceans at the End of the Lane by Neil Gaiman. It I've heard of that. Yeah. Wonderful. Really wonderful book, and I love it because mystery, murder, intrigue, um, creepy. Yeah, it's like a. It's supernatural ish, like well, it is he nor- yeah, like he normally does. It's about like a past coming back and reliving itself through memories of this man um, in his childhood, but he's an adult. Anyway, uh, I liked the book a lot. It's a hardcover book. I'll give it to you. You can read it if you know how to read real I books. I will not read that book. Why don't you read books anymore? I don't have time to sit down and read a book. Yes, you do. You're just making that up. I do not. I don't. You do. I don't. So at the end of the night, when you stay up until like two in the morning watching shows. I don't do that anymore. Oh, give me a break. You're going to as soon as harvest is over for the next like four months. I can't anymore. I've reached an age. It's I've not reached true. an age, Jerry. It's not true. So I've reached an age, age we, where I'm too crotchety to buy $300 Blink-182 tickets, and I can't stay up past When we come back anymore. on this show, I want everybody to remember, and I know... Dirk's going to remember, Vic's going to remember, David will remember you saying this right now. And then in March, before planting starts, you're going to be like, man, I've been staying up till like 2 in the morning watching this when show. When we go to the podcast convention shows. in Vegas? Yeah, we are going to do that in Vegas, in March. But you're going to do it again. This, mark my words, this winter, you'll be staying up, watching shows. That's when you could be reading. Well, we're, get a headlamp on. 
sit in your dark room. A book light. I used to have one that attached to the book. You remember? Yeah, they made those. But do you remember the ones they made for Game Boy? No. Never had a Game Boy. Bullshit. I never had one. A regular Game Boy you never had? Mm -mm. Oh, man. For a regular Game Boy, they had a magnifying glass. that cheap Tyco games. (laughs) Yeah. That you got at Baseball and Mortal Kombat. Excuse me, Ninja Turtles. Yeah, I had those. Yeah. But they had a magnifying glass that would slide over the screen. I do remember that. And a light, but that was more for like the Game Boy Advanced when you got the colored ones. Then, yeah. And they had the lights. Let's not bring race into it, Jerry. Sorry. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Sorry about that. Um, Vic wants dirty jokes, but nobody's uh, abiding. So Dirty jokes? I don't have any dirty jokes. Um, um, go ahead. The book. Yeah. So I would definitely recommend that. Every, I, you, I think you would enjoy it a lot. I'll read anything Neil Gaiman or it listen was, to anything Neil um, Gaiman, I should say. I don't feel like it was better than the book that he wrote called Neverwhere. Um, That's a good one. I absolutely love that book. My favorite book of all time of his is American Gods. That's amazing. Yes. Well, absolutely. And it's not to that caliber. Highly either, recommend everybody read American Gods. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I would. That's in my top five of books. Um, I would definitely recommend people read this. I liked it a lot as the hardcover book. I don't know if a, a paperback would have this, but the hardcover uh, pages are illustrated in it. So as you open it up, like there's drawings on the backside and that kind of like depicts scenes, but it's still a novel. You know, I just thought it was really cool. Some pages are completely black with white words. Uh, then you flip it over and then there's like a tree in the middle of the pages. It's really neat. I just, it's cool. You don't see books like that much, but they put a lot of attention into each page. Really enjoyed it. It's relatively short. I think it was like 300 pages, but I also started a series by Brandon Sanderson called like Mistborn series. Yeah, you mentioned that. Yeah, and I finished two of those books, and I was on the third. But now I kind of like want to pause that one. And I'm also halfway through another book called Children of Time that I started like at the beginning of the year. It's taken a really long time. It's good. Uh, Just that's a big one. It's like 800 pages. But then I don't know what happened to me. I got into this kick about books, so I started buying them. Bought, I just got a book tonight by Stephen King called Fairy Tale, and I want to start that one like now because it sounds like something I'd really enjoy, and you would too. Uh, but it's this kid who ends up like befriending this old man on his street and his dog, and he gets like best friends with the dog, but he always goes and talks to the old man. The old man has a shed in his backyard, and the kid will hear noises from it every once in a while. Doesn't think much of it. Uh, but then the old man passes away and the kid keeps, gets to keep the dog, but in the, he finds the key to the shed, unlocks the shed. And there's a portal to another world, like another dimension. And it's called fairy tale because it goes into like different, like fairy tale worlds. I think. And it sounds, yeah, absolutely. This is Stephen King. Yes. That sounds like something I'm interested in. Yeah, I'm so excited. Victor for sent it. me a joke to say on the air, but I can't say it. Why? <laughs> because it's too dirty. Why can I say it? No. Well, yeah, I don't care. I don't think you're going to want to though. Oh. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'm not going to say that. 
<laughs> Sorry, guys. I know we just laughed at it. You're going to want to know what it is. But Erica said American Gods is phenomenal. Um, did we send her that book? Erica, did we send you that book? I think we did. We're so behind on snarf bundles of snarfs. We haven't been charging. Well, we haven't charged anymore. Well, I screwed up like two or three months this year and, and forgot to pause them. Because Patreon makes you pause every month for the next month that's really stupid it is and so so we just need to get back into like posting things to it and actually yeah, well i mean we have a christmas album that's supposed to be coming out yeah there's a whole christmas christmas album so now we might as well wait till after thanksgiving <laughs> to put that out yeah or we should make a thanksgiving album what thanksgiving songs are there i don't know we can write them can we make our own yeah can we make one called gobble gobble <laughs> Of course. <laughs> you literally just nailed one right there. That's I it. don't even know what else you could gobble, do. Gobble, gobble. And you gobble away. Gobble, gobble. gobble. <laughs> Wait, that's already you, a song. Yeah. Isn't it? You got any grapes? <laughs> that's the song. <laughs> and or, the very next day, gobble, gobble. No, we'll have to, you have to do like, you got any yams? Yams. I was going to say yams too. No, you weren't. I actually was. Were you really? I think that's the. Only time I'd ever think of a yam is Thanksgiving. I'm not a real yam fan, though. You ever been a yam fan? Um, no, I'm not actually 100% sure what a yam is. Well, isn't it a sweet potato? It's a sweet potato, right? But is it different? I don't think it's different. For the longest time, I believed sweet potatoes and yams are different. They're not different. They're the same. I think they're the same. Uh, Vic said turducken. I've had a turducken. We had one once. Never had one. They Never like, had one. They're like pounded out and rolled up into like a large, you know those, like a Swiss roll? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that, that's a... Uh, but it's a turducken, but it's meat. Yes, but rolling it up like that is called something, and I don't know why I'm drawing a blank. In the culinary world, uh, roulade. That's a roulade. A roulade. Yes. Boy, I just thought it was like a really cheap way to do processed meats. It's not processed. I don't know. I think it must be processed somehow. How do you, they flatten them? Pro, yeah, and roll, it, roll up. it up. Okay. See, Google, Google search a roulade. I want to look up. Uh, That's a French word for maybe rolled up meats. CJ said same thing, yam and sweet potato, same thing. I didn't know that. I, yes, you, you really did. In your heart of hearts, Chris, you knew they were the same. This turducken that I'm looking at online does not look like the turducken that I remember eating. I mean, a real turducken is where a duck is shoved into the cavity of a turkey. But the turducken that I had, I thought it looked like it was more rolled up. But this does not look rolled up. Well, that's what I mean. A roulade is that. Where you have rolled up meats. Roulade. Just telling you. Telling you what it is. I think it means rolled up. I'm going to buy. In France. Let's in buy France. for our Thanksgiving show this 4.25 pound Louisiana crawfish country cornbread turducken. Where do you get that? Louisiana Crawfish Company. Yeah. We should do that. I think we should do that. <laughs> or we could just make our own. I would do that too. We could slap it on a cracker dude. On that cracker dude. Okay. Roulade. Yeah. Roulade. How do you spell that? Rue and I got it because I know what I'm doing. Um, these are desserts, though. I don't think it's a dessert. They're, they're desserts. 
chocolate roulade. Oh, there is a turkey roulade. Raspberry cream roulade. That turkey roulade looks like what I remember from the turducken. So you're right. Uh, I I knew that, Chris. It's very rare for me to hear you say that. Makes me feel good on the inside. Makes my... Brock... Brachioli is a type of roulade. Brassiole. What the hell is that? It's brassiole. I don't even know what these things are. (laughs) Uh, CJ said, I think it depends on what part of the country you live in, like pop and soda. Listen, if you're from a soda part of the country... I don't don't want you in my life. You don't need to be... And Vic said that the southern turduckens have a sausage center, which I would be for. That sounds good. Yeah. That sounds like a Cajun thing. Is it turkey sausage? Andouille? If it's an andouille, spicy andouille. I'm all for that. Okay, a bracioli. Bracioli. Bracioli is a flank steak roll. That I can get behind. It's mm-hmm. got it's authentic Italian recipe. Flank steak rolled with garlic, parsley, and Parmesan cheese served with egg noodles. Egg noodles? Or spaghetti or ravioli. Oh, you like put it on a bed of noodles? Yeah. I see. Looks good. I like flank steak. I love flank steak so much. I want to be covered in flanks of steak. Steaks of flank. Just put them all over your face. Yes, and then I do this. Turducken. Yeah, we know what a turducken is, Vic. It's a deboned chicken inside of a duck inside of a turkey with a layer of cornbread stuffing between each of them sewn up. Yeah, like a human centipede. That's <laughs> just like that. Boy, what a thing that happened in our culture. Yeah, that's a thing. That was a crazy. We thing. should do that for Halloween as a costume? Yeah. I don't think that's appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> no? No. Like everybody could be like, yeah. Ca- oh, well ca- obviously they're a human centipede. Um, that's what Vic just said. <laughs> just like a human centipede though. Um <laughs> It's really, really funny. funny. <laughs> That's so weird. That speaking of Halloween, we've been having a hell of a time assembling uh, Cash's costume. Why are you assembling things? I because he wanted to be a Mandalorian, but the problem is he doesn't fit into children's costumes anymore. Well, you can get young adult costumes. They don't. He's like an adult adult. He wears an adult. So medium. get him. Get them. They don't make like Mandalorian yes. costumes. Yeah, they do. In his size. They're at Spirit Halloween in Juliet. Where's Saw that? a bunch of them. Where's that at? Right by the mall. By the old Toys R Us? Um, no, it's on Circle Drive by, like, before Hooters. I don't go places. Well, that's your fault. Then ruin your child's experience for Halloween. Uh, Dirk says, I want to do a turducken that starts with a steer, hog, steer, hog, sheep, turkey, duck, chicken. So you're going to go from from like red meat to poultry. I like, I like this idea, but I don't know what you're going to do with the sheep. Why don't you do a goat? Goat meat's good. You sheep can do, meat, you can do you can sheep do and goat. You can do lamb. Well, I mean, that's what he means by sheep. Is it? He said sheep. That is a lamb. I um, mean, not necessarily. Could be an old sheep. Could be a mutton. That's true. None. David said porchetta. Is a similar porchetta. Dish. That's what I was thinking of. Porchetta. I was thinking porchetta? of a. I was thinking of a porchetta when I said roulade, but a roulade is the same thing. Pork belly 
wrapped around a pork loin and roasted. We used to have that all the time. My mom used to make that all the time. No, she didn't. Yeah. No. Prove it. You got any you got proof? You got recipes from her? David said we should roast a goat sometime. Um yeah, we used to get uh I've never had goat meat. I had to milk goats once. We used to have it all the time. Well, I know you raised meat goats. Yeah. And uh it's good. It's really good. It's uh we most of the time when we had it, it would be like the Mexican guys that would. Is make it a it. really like mild meat? I feel like there's not much flavor. Um, I don't. It's been a while since I've had it. I don't really. For remember. some reason, when I envision it in my head, it's gray, just like a gray meat. So usually, when it would get cooked around here, it would be <laughs> Mexican guys cooking it, and they would make it like uh, carnitas, kind of. They would cook it that way. Oh yeah, like boiled. Yeah, and uh, so it was real soft and tender. And it's kind of greasy meat. It's good. It's greasy. Huh? Yeah. I wouldn't assume that. I tell you what, the milk, mm, I got a good milk. David said that you've had goat empanadas. I have. I do not remember. Um, yeah, sub in the goat for the, well, no, lamb is good too. I love lamb. Subbing in a goat for a sheep. For a, she- a sheep, for a goat. But no, lamb, goat, goat, goat same thing. Same size animal. It'll work. It'll all work. Let's do it. Yeah. I'm getting goats this spring, so. So we're eating them. Goat meat's coming. Um, I already got the goat shelter. It's already ready to go. I can get you a steer. I don't need a steer. I'm having goats. No, I'm talking about we're putting this together, man. Oh, oh. Okay. We got to get a steer. We've got a hog. Yes. We're getting the goat. Well, we'll get one of Dirk's steers. So I kind of meant like we could get a steer, okay, for a reason, Chris. <laughs> All right. uh, we're gonna get this. Can steer. we do this like as a snarf talk? Every animal is from a snarf talk person. That'd be great because we could totally do that. Yeah, we could totally do that. Who's so? What is all of it? We got to get a duck too. Yeah, so we got the steer. I we don't got know anybody the hog. who's got ducks. We're gonna we have the. Somebody. We're gonna have the goat. I got a guy for ducks. The turkey is the problem. I don't know anybody that raises turkeys. I know people that raise turkeys, but they don't listen to the podcast. That's a problem. And the chicken will be easy, too. I know the schlagels. They buy trees yeah. for me. Yeah. They're big turkey producers. Listen, have them comment on a couple episodes, and we'll call it good. Perfect. You know? And we'll get a turkey for I don't them. feel like they're the podcast listening crowd, but... Isn't it just schlagel? I don't know. I always said Schlegel. Oh, that's a slander. Is it? Uh-huh. Yeah. It's like saying... Dirk sh- says I got you covered, so Dirk, maybe Dirk's got a turkey. You got to say, sh- like if you said Schneider, that's offensive. Schneider. That's no like the trucking company. But there's no CH in my name. Right. You know? Uh, Dirk's got us covered for the turkey, because apparently he's got poultry meats, too. Hmm. Shortly after you were seated by Batman holding a single rose. Oh, yeah. That was at, uh, that was at the old uh, girl and the goat. Oh. Yeah, Why Stephanie Batman? Izzard. Oh, I specifically requested on my uh, reservation when I made reservations up there. It was around, uh, um, what's that, February 14th holiday? Valentine's Day. Um, it was right around there. It was like February 12th or 13th, something like that, that we had reservations. And I requested a hand-drawn picture of Batman holding a single rose. Why? I thought it was funny. And, and they did it? Oh, yeah. Gave me one. I still have it. 
That's picture. awesome. It was incredible. And so the waitress came out, gave, handed me the picture, and she told me, like, one of the cooks in the back drew it. <laughs> I was like, that's was great. Was it good? Yeah, it was great. I mean, it wasn't, like, intricate by any means, but it was literally just, like, the animated Batman, you know, like, that look of Batman standing there like this with a rose. And the only color on it was the rose was red. I don't think I could draw that on like a quick turnaround. It's pretty great. I mean, you have to make the reservations like three months in advance. And Is that place still open? Oh, yeah. It's still going? They also have Duck Duck Goat across the street, I think. Yeah, I've heard of that place. Yeah. Um, anyway, what else have uh, you been watching, listening to? So uh, I didn't even, I mean, just watching is all the same stuff. So well, if you want to get into yours. I mean... We can talk about Ring of Power now that's over. Oh, yeah, we can Rings do that. of Power. Yeah, that's a show. That's now over. It finished. Can you believe that? Didn't it feel like that That show like just flew by? It did fly by because it was only eight episodes. Yeah, that's sad. It is sad because um, at the conclusion of season one, yeah. I can tell you several things about this show. Okay. One. I would love to hear them. It's my second favorite fantasy show of all time. Number one being Witcher. The Witcher, yes. Yeah. Uh, it didn't quite overtake The Witcher yet. I think it will in future seasons, by the way, because I love where they're going with it. Um, I have been a little mo- more mired down in the lore of Lord of the Rings because I, and I'll talk about this later, I've been reading, listening to the audiobooks right. of all of the Lord of the Rings books. I don't get why. All of them. You're still on the first one. It's been like 47 hours. I'm not, actually. Oh, you're not? No. Oh, I thought you were on the first one. I'm within two hours of finishing the last one. Uh, What? Well, you've been putting in some time. My gosh, there's so many things going on in here. Oh, it's David telling the names of all the different restaurants. Goat Diner, Sugar Goat Bakery, Cabra, a Peruvian restaurant. I've heard of that one. I did not know any of these existed. Everyone following the new Mazan, Illinois history Facebook page, some interesting stuff. It is, but... No. <laughs> Why? What are you that, talking about? I don't about? know. I don't know. All right. Rings of Power. What did we think about the finale? Um, I, I liked it. I liked how they finally summed some things up, but I do feel like it was kind of a rushed thing where you're going the whole season and they're... They don't really give you much about anybody. And then all of a sudden, the last half of the last episode, they're like, hey, by the way, boom, everybody that you wanted to know about, here they are. They tried to do a little misdirection at the beginning, which um, I get why they did it. It didn't really work, I don't think. What part are you talking about? When they tried to say that the stranger was Sauron. Yes. Yeah. And I didn't even buy it when they did it. Well... Because I'm like, no, I don't think so. I can't say I didn't buy it, but I was confused. very confused. Like, that doesn't seem, it didn't seem right to me. Right. Um, and then, you well, know, obviously all, it turns out that he wasn't. And, that the one of the reasons why Frodo's journey works is because Sauron really wasn't aware that hobbits even existed. Correct. And he became aware at some point. Right. And that's when he sent the Black Riders. To the Shire, mm-hmm. looking for baggins. But that was the only reason why. But that's because he first. That's when he first like figured out that hobbits were even a thing. 
Well, I mean, and these are Harfoots. They're not Hobbits, but they are very similar. Yes. So I didn't really buy that. I liked what they did. I liked everything that they did with this episode, especially starting there when he kind of comes to, uh, gains back his language, uh, defeats the... that made me strangers very happy when he finally could speak and be like a normal person. I was like, Oh, thank God. And, and then it's, and then the episode's over and you're like, Oh, like that sucks. Like I wanted more of that guy um, afterwards, but now we don't get it for another year. We did find out that he is a, one of the wizards. Yes. One of what many. Is, what it could is it? Be. The Istari. Or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Um, there's I, Or Isitar or something like, something that. like that. There's only five He's a Maya. There's five. Yep. There's five, and there is Saruman. Saruman. There is... Uh, Gandalf. Gandalf. There is uh, Radagast. And then the two... And the two blue wizards blue that we wizards. don't know anything about that head into the far-off Easter land, which is where those cloaked figures came from. Rune. Rune, yeah. Um, which makes me think that it's not Gandalf and is in fact one of the blue wizards. So I, which I, haven't been spoken about in really any of Tolkien's anything. writings. Well, in the in writings they have, but just like saying that they exist, no description or no like backstory on them. It's just saying like these are other Maya. Uh, I like the idea that it would be one of those people because it is somebody we haven't ever heard of. But they are really laying it on thick that it is Gandalf. Yeah. The Grey. And I think they're doing it on purpose to then show it's not. I don't know. He does say one sentence that Gandalf also says. Uh, that was a clue. They also haven't been really, like, I think everybody kind of expected Halbrand, spoilers, to be Sauron. Yeah. And then and that nailed it on the head. So... When Which I makes did, me think it is probably Gandalf because they are leaning I, heavy into that. Right. When I did with Hellbrand is when he put uh, that elf on the ground, and he's like, you don't even remember me, do you? Well, there was that and the whole thing that he was a smith, basically. Like, he was interested in blacksmithing. Yes, blacksmithing. Um, yeah, but the, the one with the, not elf, Uruk. Yeah, Uruk or whatever yeah. it is, yeah. Yes, that line. He's an elf, He's like... Yeah, and but I did like the changed I like the, the little Morgoth. twist they did when she, when when Galadriel 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 gets um like starts to freak out and then he's like I didn't lie to you once like I said that I did terrible things I said that I did not want to come to Middle Earth I said that that I yes. didn't want to come here and like you're the one that forced all of this I never said I was the king of the Southlands you said that. I said that I got this thing off of a dead person. You didn't believe me. Yeah. No, that's super and powerful because... It is powerful. And also the whole fact that he's like, and also, by the way, I'm trying to do the right thing here. Like, I'm not trying to be a villain. And so they're adding in intricate layers yeah. to this character, which I think are interesting. And and it could have missed, but I don't think it did. I think it I worked think pretty it well. Yeah. I loved that part when he was, and then jumping around in her memories back and forth uh, was really cool. And then her just laying in the creek and her them finding her there, I loved that whole sequence. It was 
really neat. And then obviously he's gone. Hellbrand's gone. You don't know where he went. Yeah. So that's going to be up for next season. I have no idea what Vic is talking about in these comments. He said Chris dated her for a while back in 2007 with the quotes. I don't know what that is in reference to. And then did Jerry get that overnight parking ticket from the lamplighter taken care of? Oh, yeah, a long time ago. I don't know what that's that was easy to either. That was easy. <laughs> what? Does this have to do with the Mazan history page or something? <laughs> I don't know. I have <laughs> no idea what he's talking about. He's just trolling the, the trolling the boards. Section. Yeah. He's a your standard internet troll. You know? Um <laughs> anyway. I think it's a wonderful series. Uh, it just makes me angry that so, it's still getting bad press and bad reviews, and I have no it, there's no reason for it. It's, it's that's beautiful silly at this point. Yeah. It's beautiful to look at. The music is phenomenal, the story is great. It might not be exactly like I understand that here's what makes me nervous is that <clears throat> I know that uh, there was reports that Amazon started freaking out about the bad press that uh, the series was getting. Just stay the course, Amazon. And that, you know, House of Dragons was, everybody was like, man, this show's incredible. And they were feeling the heat from that. And I'm worried that they're going to try to change it up because of it. Like they were saying, like writers were getting together for season two Boy, i hope not because i'll tell you what i it makes me nervous that they're going to change something i or the format or whatever i'm really enjoying the i don't want to say like the innocence of it but i like the fact that it is not mired in any sort of pop culture anything right like it's just existing on its own and there is almost like a childlike wonder to it that i hope they just let it be what yeah i that's not what the witcher is and that's fine the Witcher's great, and it is its own thing. But that's what makes this show good. Now, I will say we had a problem. I had a problem, and I know you did too, with how slow it was in the beginning, with revealing story, you know, like go, trying to get through some story. Because I remember you had you saying, like, Yeah, for sure. It was really slow. If it's going to keep doing this, we're going to have a huge problem with only eight episodes. But what I'll say is, like, once they do start revealing a little more story, I really like the flow of this show, the way it like flowed into everything so easily. It's got a really good flow and a really good. Yes, it it did. It I don't know. Every episode flowed into the next around like like a song, like a song almost. Like it it really. I don't know. That's a weird way to put it, but it's so hard to explain. And I didn't know how to explain it other than saying the flow of the show from one episode into the next just feels so natural and easy to watch. It's very easy to watch. It is very easy to watch. Nolan says, I knew for sure it was Halbrand when he was take, talking to Galadriel. Galadriel. I like the way that, what's his name? Isildur's dad says it. Yeah, yes. But he's all pissed off, and the queen regent is mm-hmm. sitting on the top of the rock, and he she starts coming up, and you could tell that he's like pissed off. Pissed, yeah. And then he's like, my queen... Galadriel. <laughs> I was just like, yes. Yeah. Um, he was talking to Galadriel in episode three about an enemy's weakness. Galadriel wants to use the weaknesses against them, but Halbrand says, no, you give your enemy a solution to their weakness, then control the solution, which is ultimately what he does with the rings. I don't get the hate either. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I guess I didn't pick up on that, but that that is that is true. 
I didn't like that character pretty much. It was my least favorite part of the show. Halbrand? Until you find out for sure that he is Sauron. He was just kind of there. Yes, he was. And he, he was he a just, bit of an unbelievable character. But now you're like, oh, okay. I, I knew that obviously Sauron was going to be there. And he's, we know that he was a yeah, you knew he was shifter. Gonna, yep. And I know that in like some video games, he was presented as an elf. I think it was very clear once he met with uh, Alvin Smith's. So the more we talk about him, the more I do realize like everything through every episode was put on him. He didn't say what he was. It was just like all put on him as you are going to do this. This is what we're doing. And but he also did now that's kind of annoying. Just randomly find Galadriel, right? He must have orchestrated well, in that. that. O- it was in the ocean. Yeah, but he must have orchestrated Had it somehow. Have. But how she brings that up on why you saved me from the ocean. And he says something about it. And I can't remember what it was. And then that's when they well, like flip I over think, in their mind to her drowning. I honestly think it's because he wants to come back into power. He's in a position of weakness. Absolutely. And he wants, I mean, she's incredibly powerful. I th- he probably wants her this, yeah. to be his queen and to use he her. He asks her to do yeah, that. He wants like, to use with her for her power. And, and, you know, if he were to do that, and and Galadriel, and you, re, and more to be the, honest, that's a smart way to go it's about very it. Very smart. I mean, and if you if you follow the books, I bet you she doesn't. But go with him. She clearly doesn't because you know where the story turns out. That's the only downside about all of this. <laughs> I know. But you know, we're talking about thousands of years. That is one thing. Okay, that is one critique of this show that people have had. This is I can't listen to critiques from these Tolkien purists anymore. Why? Because it's ridiculous. Okay, we're talking but about a purist. Okay, things are changed to fit the storyline. Things are adapted from writing. Things are changing. Women can do things now. That's from uh, old school. Just reminded me of that. Okay, or not old school? Anchorman. Sorry. When you adapt something to screen, Anchorman. good movie. When you adapt something to screen, you're going to have to make changes. For example, in this, they've sped up this storyline. Some of these things that take place over thousands and thousands of years now are all taking place simultaneously, like the Balrog in um, the Mines of Moria. Moria. Um, which is, it's not called that now. It's, it's still Khazad Doom, right? Or whatever. Uh, yes. However you say that. Durin's Bane mm-hmm. is what yeah. the Balrog is called. Um, it's very shouldn't um come about for like a thousand more years after this time frame but they've teased it so a lot of people were really pissed about that weren't they talking about morgoth what before the that guy the bullrog no i'm just saying in the tolkien lore that Balrog does not become unlocked for like thousands oh, of years after this, not in this age. Yeah. Just like Gandalf shouldn't exist in this age. Right. That's just like, you know, the blue wizards. And I get that's, that's why I do think that maybe it's one of the blue wizards, but I do get, I kind of get that critique. Why would you put somebody that isn't in there? It doesn't matter because it does not matter. Why doesn't it? It doesn't matter that in, in his writing, it happened over a thousand years. They're just telling a story and they're doing it visually, and you can't span it out over thousands of years. It's just, it wouldn't make sense. There's no reason to do it. You know what they should do? Time jumps. They could do time jumps. It would be very confusing. 
Just like House of Dragons. Yeah. Well, that wasn't that confusing because it's only six and ten years. If you're jumping 500 to 1,000. Like yeah. The Witcher does it phenomenally well. They did jumping do Jumping around hundreds now, of years, maybe thousands of years. Well, I mean, people were confused that first season. Not hundred, Not thousands, right? I don't think so, no. No, it's not that much. But it's a long time. But it was it could be confusing. That first season was a little bit confusing if you aren't paying attention. By the way, I started rewatching the last season of The Witcher because oh, really? I ran out of uh, Rings of Power, and I'm I'm like I gotta watch something fantasy. God, it's so good. I love it. It's so I love good. it so much. Um, Nolan says the showrunners have said in interviews that Galadriel meeting Halbrand on the sea will be addressed in season two. Also, another clue, Halbrand's armor in episode six has rings adorned all over it. No one else's does. Interesting. Um, they do, there is some valid critiques, I guess, that are minor. Like when Halbrand is in that tent after he's wounded, and she just walks in and looks at him and is like, this is going to take elvish medicine. I don't remember that. He's wounded in the tent after the explosion. <coughs> And she just walks in and looks at him. She's like, this is going to require elvish medicine. Meanwhile, there's hundreds of other people in various states of horrible disarray. Yeah, and she just completely ignores him. And then she just gets him on a horse and rides him somewhere. Yeah. And it's just like, okay. That's silly. Um, All right, we got to move on. We're at an hour and 57 minutes, and we haven't talked about the ninth episode of House of Dragons. Oh, my God. Well, we don't have time now. We really don't. Because we haven't talked about Andor, which I'm caught up on. Yeah. I'm done with. This is over, right? Six episodes and that's it? No. Oh, there's more? There's got to be more than six. I think that's it. I think the whole first season's done. No way. They can't end that. They can't end that way. Uh, number of episodes, six. I don't feel like the sixth episode. There's 12 episodes. There's 12. Yeah, I was going to say, that doesn't make any sense. Well, that well, it does. episode six does kind of end on a note. A note, but not one that you would end the series on for this like this season on. I don't feel like we need to talk about House of Dragons too much, although the last episode was, there was a lot of it, a lot crazy of, things happening in it. Right. Yeah, we'll recap all of it next week because uh, we'll have... Erica mentioned she's just like, holy shit, holy shit about it and i don't know whether you're talking about the dragon scene or the foot scene uh, that's <laughs> yeah well that's what i was that's why i i commented later after i'd finally seen it and i was like are we talking about like the dragon at the end is that what uh, the we're whole, talking about holy, the foot thing. yeah that's kind of what i wanted to go after is like or is it like the whole feet thing which it, is like a big deal on the internet nowadays yeah we did at least get an exciting episode for once of house of dragons yes. it had really been falling off for me um, it picked up my interest quite a bit, although I think the, the ending of the last episode, which was episode nine, nine, was so silly. Like, I think it's cool, yeah. but it's so ridiculous and unbelievable and just kind of actually, it's really bad writing, I think. I kind of agree, and there's been a lot of uh, talk as to why it was a good way to go. There's don't, no excuse for it. I don't. It's bad writing. In my opinion. See how it's good. Yeah, I don't see how it's good. I understand the argument of if you torch all of the people standing there, then... Then there's no contra- There's no show. No, right, then there's no show. 
But it's also based on a book that was already written. So sure. I'm sure that happens in the book. It just doesn't make sense. She just murders all of these. I read an article civilians. today about that portion of the book, but uh, it's not exactly the same. Overall, I still enjoy the show. I like it more than you do. It wasn't necessarily falling off for me. I like it pretty me. well, but. It wasn't necessarily falling off for me, <clears throat> but I am glad that they bumped it up. They bumped everything up a whole yeah. notch, you know, in this last episode, and I like it a lot. Again, it's just sad that it always has to happen, like, right at the end of the seasons. Yeah. And, and or we'll talk about that more next week, but I, I really, really, really am enjoying that show a lot. Nobody's watching it. Nobody. I love it. It probably won't get a season two because it's not been popular. Maybe uh, they, people will they get They have to, to do a season two. Maybe people will get to it. He's already signed on for a season two. Well, I think he's phenomenal. But he's only doing one more season of Andor, and he's done. I um, I didn't like episode five very much, which you, you seem to enjoy it. I thought it was mm-hmm. not a good episode at all. There have been a couple episodes. I actually thought episode six was not great either. Oh, man, I loved episode six. But um, Like where they actually like stormed the building and everything? Oh, it was yeah, that was six. Okay, that was pretty good. Five was yeah. the one that I thought was like the setup to that. The setup to it was it was just slow much. and boring. But overall, I love it, and I love it because of the music. <laughs> There's one, a one lot the more thing. to it. No, than there just is, the music. but the music is so good. The soundtrack to the show is phenomenal. They're bouncing around from like orchestral, 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 orchestral. score to like a retro. Yeah, 80s kind of soundtrack mm-hmm. to like synth pop. Love a good synth pop. There is one scene in there where they're doing something and they just start bang, like a drum set, just like rocking out on a drum set. Yeah. Just like. I wish they'd throw in a little yacht rock, you know, they should yacht rock it up. I love uh, I love what they're doing with the show. I The character of Andor isn't the most likable, but I think that's by design. It is absolutely by design at this point, just because he's so early on in his endeavor you know i wasn't crazy about the band of misfit toys and ragtags yeah the ragtag group in episode five and six so i'm glad it really is the best way to like describe anything that you want to describe ragtag yeah or like a motley crew i don't like motley crew as much because i just think of the band but when you say ragtag ragtag group of individuals everybody's like yeah miscreants i want to i want to root for them (laughs) Well, I'm glad that part of it is over, but it was a good last episode. I thought the I like how everything kind of everything went awry. Convenes, like I don't know. It's uh, it's good. I'm I'm into it. I mean, it, it's a very good, interesting. show. I don't feel like you are. I definitely am. I don't think it's on the same level to me as like The Mandalorian. No, but I do it's think different. it's different. It's different. It's different, and it's good. It is good. All right, that's all we got this week. That's all we got for this week. There's so much more. I wanted to talk about all the Lord of the Rings books I've been digesting. I know you got too I have deep into the whole to like 45 hours of Lord of the Rings, and we're gonna go through it minute, minute by minute. By minute. Ne- Can I just give next, a quick overarching? The next 22 and a half shows. <laughs> Let's just. Can I do a quick overarching? Because I know sure people are. Um, what's the word like? Uh, Intimidated intimidated by the lord of the rings books and i understand why let me just say this the fellowship of the ring the first book is it's tough yeah tough to digest it is very long it's very slow 
and it is at times pretty boring. Um, the second and third books are pretty fast paced and very good, like very interesting and action. Yeah. But one thing that jumps out at me is the whole reason I wanted to read these books is because I've been hearing for the years over the years. Oh, Peter Jackson took such liberties. It's so much different in the books. There's so much more in the books that you don't get that you can never get by watching those movies. And generally, I agree with that. Like with the Harry Potter series, there's lots more in the books that you don't get. If you're just watching the movies, which are great, you're missing out on tons. Mm-hmm. Um, Lord of the Rings, I don't know. I mean, honestly, I think I think the movies are better than the books. Is you know, People might think yeah. that's crazy, but they, he condensed it just the right ways and just the right places. And he didn't really leave out that much. There's a couple things left out isn't that incredible in, in fellowship there's some things left out for sure there's a lot with a tom bombadil yeah you talked about that uh, last episode. which is it's good and there's a bunch of other stuff um there are some scenes here and there but for the most part as you're listening to the audiobook anyway you're pretty much just envisioning the movies in your mind and it's pretty accurate pretty accurate and there might be more detail or there might be a period where he might break down some of the backstory to some of this. This is where I'm getting at with rings of power. Like there is a lot talked about that makes rings of power a little more enjoyable Mm -hmm. watching it as a prequel, I guess. Um, Like that's where you would get more from the books is in reference maybe to rings of power. Sure. Um, But it's not anything that's necessary or is going to like enhance your love of the show either way. I think it's, I find it very incredible when somebody can take a book and turn it into live action film or TV and do it accurately. It's like that accurately. Well done. And the, those movies, they, reading the books or listening to the audiobooks just makes me want to watch the movies more. Yeah. And it, I'm just so sucked into this world right now. I don't know. That's good. I don't want it to end. I feel like <laughs> I feel like it's when I discovered like Doctor Who or you know some of these things. Like, well, it, that's pretty incredible. If you feel that way I over do. a series of books that you've already read and watched, the series of the books and multiple. the Rings of Power, yeah, all of that universe right the now, whole world is. Just I feel in. right like I did when I first discovered Doctor Who. And thing, things along those lines. That's great. I'm so, so excited I, I for I definitely you. think people should. That's what I'm seeking. Seek. With all these books that I've acquired over well, the last day. Well, maybe that'll happen when I get into The Name of the Wind, which is Nolan's recommendation, which I did buy the audiobook, And I did start. What's that? Um, it's a, a book, a fantasy novel. Oh. It's 28 hours. It seems like it's a, a while. It's a long one. Um, I did start it a little bit, and then I got sidetracked, and then I ended up going back to finish Return of the King because I was between Two Towers and Return of the King. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to read this other book because I'm, I'm a little Lord of the rings out right now. Mm-hmm. And so I listened to maybe two hours of it, and then I got sidetracked. And when I got back in, I'm like, but I really want to finish <laughs> yeah. uh, Return of the King. That's a good problem to have. The only thing that I is different about the books than the movies is you don't get to spend as much time getting to know the characters in the books as you do in the movies i feel like like you make a more emotional connections with the characters in the movies 
That's rare. Yeah, because on the books, it's a lot of... The books are basically 100% dialogue all the time. It's just 100% people talking to other people all the time. That's crazy. Which is amazing that somebody could even write the amount of dialogue that's written. It's insane. Long dialogue and well-thought-out and well-crafted dialogue. And it's like dialogue to a whole nother level. So, but through all that dialogue because there's so much history interlaced into what they're talking about, you don't get a chance really to form like emotional connections with the characters other than maybe um, Sam, Frodo, Mary, and Pippin. Those are really the main characters of the books. Which everybody obviously else, you should have a connection to. Everybody else is kind of side characters. Even like Aragorn, Legolas, and Gimli. You don't get that much Legolas and Gimli. Very little. Aragorn, maybe more now in Return of the King, because that's more his story. Yeah. Um, but he comes across nothing like the movies. He comes across more as like an old man. Hmm. Kind of like an old, grizzled man. Like he doesn't... It, the Viggo Mortensen character it's doesn't jive with the book exactly well. Okay. Um, but they nail so many other characters. Like they nail Gandalf, they nail Theoden, um, Theoden King, the King of the Riders of Rohan. Yes, I'm, I'm they aware. nail. Um, that was uh, Sean Bean. Um, no, that was Boromir. Who was the? Who am I thinking of? Oh no, uh, you're thinking of Aowen. That was Carl Urban. That's who I'm thinking of. Yes. Carl Urban. Not Eowyn. Um, his son. Theoden's son. Yes. That's who I'm thinking of is Carl Urban right there. in The The names yeah. are hard to get wrapped around because they're all like the same. But anyway, um, they nail, I think it's Denethor, who's the, who's the um, not the king of Gondor, but he's like the, um, they don't have a king. They have like a, not a regent. Governor? Kind of. Like a governor. Like Boromir is done better. So are you doing the whole like recap of this stories or what? Okay, sorry. I'm sorry that this is not interesting to you. <laughs> no, it's not that it's not interesting. It's that we're at two hours and 10 minutes and you're like, we'll talk about it in the next episode. All right. We'll talk about it later. All right. Fine. That's it for this week. We can't go over quail eggs and all. Don't <laughs> yeah, ever need to do that again. We will. For we're getting a different variety of quail eggs. So we're trying it again. For Snarf Talk this week, I've been Chris. I am Jerry. See ya.